be monogamous or don't. Have kids or don't. Take tons of drugs or don't. Like, just live your whole life. (laughs) Just be honest about what you're doing. And, like, that's your truth. And that's what makes you a good person. Thanks. I'll take it. I'm not you. (laughs) Oh, okay. That's what makes somebody a good person. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, guys. Hi guys! Welcome back to another episode of Girls Gotta Eat. Yep, <laughs> that's what it is. You know what it is. <laughs> you know what it be. Um, before we get started, we just want to thank our partners for today. So, thank you to Poshmark for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Get five dollars off your first purchase. Enter the invite code GGE five when you sign up. That is invite code GGE five. Yes, and also thanks to BioClarity for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Take the first step to healthier, more radiant skin by going to bioclarity.com. And right now, for our listeners, when you purchase a skincare routine, you'll get a free clarifying mask with your order. That's a $25 value for free, but you need to enter our code GGE at checkout. Love a clarifying mask. <laughs> yeah. And finally, thanks to Beachbody for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Right now, our listeners can get a special free trial membership, including their new 14-day results plan, where you can lose up to nine pounds in the first two weeks when you text GGE to 303030. That's 303030. Um, I'm actually a big fan. We'll talk more about that later on in the show. Yes, we're gonna talk about all these companies later in the show. But anyway, we have such an exciting show planned. We have one of Raina's favorites. She's back in her guest booking mode. <laughs> so she's booked this guy. She's so excited. You're like giggling. I was laying in bed one night watching his comedy special and I was just like, we have to have this guy. He's so funny. Um, so we have Ari Shafir coming up who is uh, a phenomenal comedian. We'll tell you a guys. A famous comedian. Yes, like a very famous comedian. Um, and my neighbor. <laughs> oddly lives next door to you. <laughs> yes. So he's recording here at the apartment, but we're so excited. He'll be on in a few. Uh, So while you guys are listening, we are actually in LA for our shows, which we will catch you up on next week. But we also just got back from DC and we want to tell you about the shows. Oh my gosh. DC. Did you love it? What can I say? I feel like, you know, like when you write a yearbook entry, you're like, Raina, what can I say? You've been such a good friend (laughs) through all these years. Like I'm like, DC, what can I say? I love you so much. (laughs) Thank you for being there for us. They were so good. I just the shows s- were so fun. I just want to say, we were planning our year for the shows, and we were like, which, how should we prioritize cities? And I was like, DC, we got to go as soon as possible. And I was like, second week in January? No, people aren't trying to come party and, and drink. I, I was wrong. <laughs> Monday to Tuesday lit. <laughs> I am pleasantly surprised by how wrong you were because I have to say these were I love all of our shows and all of our audiences are phenomenal but um, obviously I feel like as I do live performing better I get better um, so these are two of my favorite shows we've ever ever done I, I cannot say enough about this audience <laughs> they were so good yeah you were on fire I mean you had a little extra motivation yes I did in the audience <laughs> Raina's ex was in the house. It's my dream. Night it's too. Is it every girl's dream to just be able to like get up on stage and roast the person you used to date? Uh, yeah, it's a dream. That's why we started this. <laughs> <laughs> that was the motivation for this podcast and for doing the live shows. But You're right. This is the first time I've ever gotten to publicly thank one of them in front of 300 people. Yeah. And by thank, I mean talk about all of our sexual ineptitudes together. 
Well, yes. And so he was there night two, but we talked about him night one too, but night two, he was really there. <laughs> yeah. I started, I was like, you know, I love DC so much. My ex is here. Nobody really said anything. And I was like, no, no, he's here like in the room. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, you're totally right. People were like, yeah, whatever. He lives here. No big deal. And you're like, no, no, no. He's right there. Like that at that table. <laughs> but you, I just have to say, Raina had told me about this guy. Obviously we've talked about him a lot on the podcast. We've her and I've talked about him plenty and you really set the bar so low. Like I, you were like, I can't wait to see how much you don't like him. And I was like, who is gonna like, who is he? Like, what is he fucking Mitch McConnell? Like how, <laughs> how hateable is he? That's also a joke I used at the show. So sorry for I the killed. repeat. Yeah. Um, but I liked him so much. He came in the green room. I was like dreading meeting this guy. I'm like, this guy's going to be fucking dud. And now he's in our little tiny green room when we're trying to just get ready for the show. This is so annoying. I'm just trying to eat fries in peace. I don't want to fucking meet this dude. He walked in. I was like, okay. His vibe was great. I adore him. (laughs) (laughs) He's so great. If he wasn't your ex, I'd be into it. (laughs) She like slowly throughout the day was like talking about him. She liked him. And at the end of the day, she was like, he's hot. No, I said, he's sexy. And you go, what? (laughs) I never even used that word. (laughs) Well, okay. Truthfully, we were together for a year on and off for like a whole nother year. We talked constantly and slept together, but we weren't really together. And then... Um, for a third year, I mean, sort of the same thing, but he, he got a girlfriend and we didn't really speak again for a year, a year and a half. And I mean, I think he's a good guy. Like that's why he did that, you know? Um, but for sure. Yeah. We haven't really talked for a long time, but he really was like one of my best friends for a long time. Um, I didn't think that you would like each other because he's just very like even keeled. Like he's not a super excitable person, but I think that that's maybe why you liked him because it doesn't come in super strong. Well, it was funny because you were like, he won't laugh at any of your jokes. I'm like, well, he did. Like I was like, I made, I made a good one when we were walking into Barcelona after the show and got a good laugh. So you were wrong. I was like, actually he was drunk. (laughs) Right. We connected. So uh, stay tuned. Ashley's going to date my ex-boyfriend now. I can't wait. But he, and you know, the thing about this that I love is that he's not like your main ex. Like he's not the one that was like really fucked you up. You know, like everybody has that one person. And for me, it's like, there's that one person. And then any other of my exes I would be friends with, you know, like I love that you guys are, are your friends. And, you know, or more, I don't know, no, you're friends, but he, uh, and that's the thing. Like I'm thinking about my ex that we joke about that's boring that we did long distance. Like we always compare these two guys, even though I don't think your ex is boring, but I would love to be friends with him. Like, you know, it's just like, I, I he means married now with a kid. If they want to come to our Tampa show, I'd be glad to have them, you yeah. know? And so, um, but we also, we ended the show night two and, it was great. Again, these shows were so great, but like, I just felt like the ending wasn't strong enough. And I was like, you know what? C- come up here. And I brought <laughs> Raina's ex on stage. I was so nervous that he wouldn't come. And I'm like, we can't see because the lights are in our eyes. And I'm like, oh my God, is he, is he going to come up? And he's like climbing over. Every- he was in like the back corner. I know. And it was, I've never, there was no aisles to the front of yeah, the room. He's like climbing over are the people in the audience to get up. He come up. He comes up on stage. It was like the perfect end tonight too. But at the beginning of the show, I mean, he really let me rip him to shreds. Like I wrote... You did, I did not. I, you, your bits were insane. You were physical comedy. She was like, miming a titty fuck. It was insane. I was like, what is she... Do? I had no idea that was coming. I got off my stool. I was like, I'm out. She's ready. You take it from here. Well, we were sitting at the coffee shop before the show and I'm like writing some jokes about him. And I'm, I'm like so nervous. I'm going to forget all of them. Cause I like wrote three really good ones. And I mean, I said that like he couldn't find my clit if, even if it was on Google maps and like <laughs> that we, killed. we got through like a couple jokes and I was like, I guess I'm just gonna start like ad libbing cause this is killing so hard. Yeah. And then I started miming getting titty fucked with the microphone. I was like, uh, 
<laughs> I was so shook by it. But he sat through the whole thing. Um, his sister was there. She was there. Um, she left early. Good for her. I'm glad. Which I'm glad. I'm glad. Good for her. She might have left pre titty fuck. I'm not sure. <laughs> That's probably what she, when she left. She, when you had the microphone down in between your tits. <laughs> 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 That's when she was like, you know what? I got to go. The dog. The dog needs me. Yeah. She was like the dog. And I was like, haven't you been here for like 10 minutes? Your dog's fine. Oh, oh my God. So she left. So I guess he can show his face at Christmas. But um, right. Yeah. It was a great time. I'm glad that you're in love with him now. He's great. You guys are dating. The show was, this was the most that like we've kind of just totally went off script and really like riffed and it was such a blast. And there was one point in the show where we're like midway between a segment of the live show, probably, you know, like within the first hour. And I look out in the audience and I see this girl has her hand raised. Like it's fucking, like it's a, <laughs> a panel a discussion press, or we're taking like we're a press the, briefing. Right, like it's meet the press. <laughs> She's like, excuse me, um, Ashley, I have a question. No, so I was like, what? And like, I don't have to, to address that, but I thought it was very funny. She looked like she wasn't, she's not, first of all, I like that she wasn't yelling stuff out because I don't love when people yell stuff out at our show. It's our show. I mean, I like a little bit, but like, it's also, please calm down. You know, this, right. you were not on stage. You don't have a microphone for a reason. So she, I'm like, okay, she's being polite. So I like called on her. I'm like, I'm sorry, you have your hand raised. And she was like, Ashley, yeah. Um, I, I remember you saying that you had a date last week. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is what we're doing now? Just, Just taking, taking questions. questions. <laughs> well, to be fair, like I talked about all the dates I had been on and all these guys like that have been in and out in the last couple weeks. And um, th- these girls were probably like, Ashley, what do you have going on? It was so funny. And that was also, I don't think we... I'll talk about the date in a second, but I don't think that, I think I said this on the Patreon, actually. I don't think that we mentioned this last week's episode. So she's a Patreon listener. So I had talked about this date with this guy that I was going on that night, the day that we recorded the Patreon. And uh, she wanted to know what happened. And so again, we can do whatever we want. It's our show. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. (laughs) So anyway, and I told the whole date story. (laughs) So if anyone's listening that was in the audience, sorry, you're about to hear it again. So whatever. But uh yeah, I mean, I went. I I was going to address this anyway. It was very funny. I went out with this guy, and um, this was a guy. I don't, I don't fucking care. He's he's listening, but what do I care? Uh, this is a guy that I did meet in Mexico City. I said that I met a few guys from New York there, so we ended up going out on a date. He asked me out, and we went out. We met um, in my neighborhood. I, I live in the East Village, so we met kind of um, more over in more in Alphabet City, where it's a little rough around the edges. But we met and had drinks. We went to like three different places. Really fun. We were you know drinking a lot of tequila, having a good time. I was like. Semi-interested. It wasn't like this love my life. I'm not super vibing connected, but it was fun. You know, I was having a good time. fun night. You know, um, at one point we were like going to one bar for the next. He did kiss me and I was like, ah, it was a little caught off guard. Also, it was freezing outside. I was like, can we just, my mouth is frozen shut. Like, this is not what I'm trying to make out on the street in 10 degree weather. Exactly. making out. But we leave the third place and this was very like time to go. You know, I wasn't, it wasn't an abrupt end of the date. I was ready to go home. It was 1130 at night on a school night, whatever. And we're on the street about to say goodbye. And he was like, okay, well, my Uber's here. And I, I was like, oh, 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 you got an Uber. And he was like, yeah, I mean, you can come home with me if you want. And I was like, what? Uh, okay, no, but um, what an offer, buddy. What an offer. And then I was like, haha, no, no. And he just got the Uber and just drove away. And I'm like on the street, Avenue C, kind of hood for midnight. Yeah, I mean, it's not the safest place. and It's just not that populated. It's, it's, it's also, you know? I, I walk home from there all the time, but 10 degrees outside, you know? And I was like, what man just 
hops in a car, didn't even know we called it, and just leaves his date on the street to fend for herself. Again, independent woman over here. Hello. But like, doesn't even say, can I walk you home? Doesn't say, do you want the Uber to drop you off? I mean, I was shook. I just, I've... I is feel this like I, weird? <laughs> I feel like I've thought about this every day for like a week. I've polled all these people. Like I've asked guys that I've asked men, I've asked women, I've asked people that I'm romantically interested in. I'm very, it, this behavior is amazing to me because it could mean absolutely nothing or it could mean that he's just like such a jerk or like it just, or he had like explosive diarrhea. I mean, who's to say, but I right. would then I think I should have gotten an explanation. I just feel like you never understand why people do what they do. And like, it could be just that like, he thought you were like so independent. You might be insulted if he was like, let me walk you home. Or like, mm. didn't want to like insult you by like pretending that he didn't know you could invite him in or something like that. I just think that like any, I wouldn't do it to one of my girlfriends. Yes. So I certainly wouldn't do it on a date to like the opposite sex. Like, yeah. And this, this wasn't anybody. like a, oh my God, this guy was so repulsed by me. You know, I got to get out of here. Like I could tell this guy was into the date. He texted me the next morning and said, you know, I'm, I don't really have any interest in going out with him again. Like, again, it was like, not everybody's a connection. He was fine. I had a good time, but I'm not like, if I really liked him and really wanted to pursue this and, or him pursue me, like I would bring it up, but I don't care. Right. Like if he asked me out again, I'd probably be like, yeah, you're going to leave me on the street again and hop into an Uber that I didn't know you called. I mean, it was just, it, it felt rude. It felt like I don't need a bunch of chivalry on a date, but that was just, I mean, there's a bar that you're supposed to hit. There is. And I thought about this a lot. And again, like, I think that I love your strategy of like, yeah, if it was super random, we went out one more time, I'd nag him a little bit and we'd get past it just so that he knew that I didn't love it. But I don't know, you're like three or four blocks away from your apartment in the middle of the night. Somebody doesn't offer to walk you home. It's that you weren't next to a subway. Yeah. I'm on Avenue C. Or like I live in Brooklyn. Not every guy that I go on a date with in Manhattan is going to walk me home or Uber me home. But like they at least make sure I get in a car safe. To me... I am I am going to walk home. I'm happy to walk home. I walked there. I'm walking home. It's not far. Just ask me. Are you good? It, no, no, even quite like, bye. See you later. What? I was like, oh my God. And it's freezing. You know, it was just, it was, I was turned off by it massively. He's listening. I don't fucking care. I mean, if I, I'm not mad at this guy. I don't think he's a bad dude, but not interested in him to, to go out again. And <laughs> I think you're the right attitude. But right, well, um, now, now he knows. Now you've sent the message. Yeah, now he knows. I'm not. Also, I'm not being a pussy by not bringing this up. Like I said, if it comes up, I mean, I'm sure he'll text me right after this. Yeah, but I, it's not being a pussy. Like you don't need to start unnecessary arguments with telling people, people how like, they some should be bitter, yeah. like asshole. Like if I'm not interested, if I'm interested in dating somebody and they do something that genuinely sort of bothers me, it's important to mention it. Yeah, but we're not. Yeah, we're but not like, dating. yeah, you're not some like psychopath that's gonna be like, I didn't like this. I, I mean, I'm not like gonna see you again. But right. I don't like yeah. this. Yeah. So anyway, that's my my date story that I was forced to tell on stage in DC. <laughs> All right. So now that we wrap this up, do you want to get into the guest for today? Yes. I am really excited about this one. I feel like I say that every week, but I feel very fortunate that we have a platform <laughs> where we can like invite all these people on that I think are so cool and you think are so cool. Yeah. And there's a reason to have them here. So uh, I found this person. I mean, he's a really famous comedian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's <laughs> easy to find. Hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram. Um, longtime comedy veteran. He has a Netflix special that is really, really fantastic. Uh, just got back from a world tour, sold out venues all over Europe. Yeah, casual. He's on Joe Rogan all the time. If you guys ever heard of him, he's a podcast that has a few more listeners than ours. <laughs> Just a couple. Also, Joe Rogan, if you're listening, we'll, come we'll on slum it on your show anytime <laughs> we'll you want. slum it on Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> so today, I'm super excited. We are welcoming Ari Shafir, uh, who has all these other accolades, but you have other things you do that are great. Uh, <laughs> yes, you have a podcast yeah. called uh, Skeptic Tank. Yeah. 
Very um, nice. Good research. I like you. She's like, I re- Ashley is usually the one that like really goes in. We on did this 10 minutes guess. before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we, we, we Wikipedia to you 10 minutes ago. 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, but where do you live now? You live in New York City. Live in New York right City. Next right door. Near you. <laughs> next door. Next I mean, door. Like, it'll take me a minute to walk home. <laughs> so this funny. is so ideal for you. Yeah. And us. I've never looked this shitty meeting a new person. In my what do you life. think about the Target? Are you a fan? I was really against it at first. Right. It's super gentrification. Very gentrification. Super gentrification. But Target is not gentrification, really. Okay. Because Target is bougie. It's for lower class. Target came from all these black people who were like, Target's actually great and cheap. Yeah. True. So Target is not like sacks coming in. Exactly. You know, right. Or pottery barn. Yeah. So then part of me is like, I actually love Target. I didn't want it here. But it's going to be real convenient to have a Target here. It's really so incredible. I mean, Starbucks I'm way more against. True. Okay, you're exactly totally right. That's it's it. not gentrification. Yeah, it's like cheap. It's like b- yeah. budget shit. It's, it's boringification of it. Right. I don't want chain stores. It's just like basic white girl. It's like the whole basic white girl movement made it kind yeah. of. So are you single? Are you dating? Uh, off and on, different things. Yeah, <laughs> I'm <laughs> single. I'm single in New York. <laughs> so you, oh, so you have a girlfriend when you're not in which city? Here. Your girl. You have a. Quote unquote, you have a lady friend here in New York. Okay. So you'd fuck on the road. (laughs) You know, whatever. Okay. Yeah. So, like, if you're in Kansas City, you can fuck. Yeah. Okay. Can we back back up? Because we asked. Whatever I want. I'm a grown up American (laughs) who is free to make his own decisions. But we asked you this prior to recording, and the quote was very funny. It was like, I am dating someone. She's trying to get me to be more monogamous. She hates it. She hates it. Which is very funny. She's trying to get me to be more monogamous. (laughs) Just like, let's wrap our heads around that. Most, that's funny. That's not, it's your (laughs) truth. I don't like to lie. I don't like to cheat. Every time I've been in a non-monogamous relationship, all the women, like the women dating my friends, they all get mad at me. I don't know why. But you're honest? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to cheat. She's like, you are cheating. I'm like, it's not cheating if you're not lying about it. Totally. You're right. Cheating is the lie. Well, yeah. she could choose. It's when you don't have the information. I can't choose to not be with you because I don't know I'm getting cheated on. If I know no. about it, I could choose to not be with you. If I said, oh, I'm busy all this week. I can't go on dates with you. Um, and then she found out, wait, you've just been home watching movies by yourself? Like, what the fuck? Why don't you just... T-? Like, you know what I mean? That, yeah. Not, no cheating, but still, she'd be like... You're lying. Yeah. What? I feel cheated on. With me? So yeah, do you exactly. bring it... Uh, do you tell her when you have sex with somebody? I'm like this with most people. I'm okay. like, look. It's a tricky situation. So how do you want to play? I was married for a while to an oh. open relationship. Oh, there's a lot happening here. So yeah, it's a back, back and forth. So we, <laughs> I had, love this. we had these like rules you set up, which I think you've got to revisit the rules constantly. In your marriage, you mean? Uh-huh. Okay. So the rules were... Like vows? Is that what we call them? Sort of. It's like not <laughs> in the apartment. This okay. is our place. She's like, I don't want some fucking skank. Touching my toothbrush and doing something to it. I'm like, uh-huh. that's fair. But they, you, I could see she someone can touch, doing that. She can touch the penis that your wife owns, just not the toothbrush. <laughs> owns. Oh, uh, right, exactly. Yeah. But not her shit, okay. which I get. Wait, so hold on. I, were you guys open marriage? She could do whatever yeah, she wants yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. And which, would she take advantage? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, continue. Yeah. So you had some rules. Way hotter than I was. Oh, so, okay, so she, you leveled up a little bit. She's out of your league. Yeah, I don't know how. I just stayed out of my league. That's good. You're confident. You've got, you got that big, big dick, dick energy, energy, you know? Oh, yeah. It's a new thing. Yeah. When that term came out, everybody started calling me. And I was like, <laughs> what is that? What is this? Like this thing we have that we never put our finger on. The New York Times featured you in the article. You're on the front page of it. It's just like Ari Shafir has a huge cock. <laughs> or at least acts like it. The energy of one. Yeah. <laughs> so did you one. go into the relationship being monogamous and then it became an open relationship? The was wife? It, you, the wife. No. We okay. Were, she had a boyfriend at the time. I had a girl I was dating. And... um. She was like, you want to get married? And I was like, sure, fuck it. It was just like a YOLO thing. Yeah, I didn't. I got out of a shitty relationship. I was still like 
shell-shocked a little bit, mm-hmm. getting cheated on. So I was just like, whatever, I'm done with monogamy. Okay. So and, this was the, your first foray into the... Yeah, but we had fun with it. She would go on dates sometimes. She's like, you want to come? And I was like, uh, not with what? her, but like she'd go to a watch? movie. She goes, sit in the back. <gasps> I'm going to claim um, sickness. And then I'll like walk out and I'll come in the back and watch the end with you. And I'm like, hell yes. Wait. I, yeah, we go to the like- Saddle Ranch on Sunset. It was like down the street from my apartment. And she was like, yeah, I'm here right now. Come check out this guy. And I would. And I would like meet and lock eyes around the, around the like, you know. Wait, this is sexy. Like, oh, yeah. You guys are freaks. I like this. <laughs> yeah. I found out a thing I later read in Sex at Dawn that when she would come home from like hooking up with somebody else, I would be like way harder. Really? Would she, okay. like when you guys had sex, did she like tell you about uh, sex? But I've seen some porn on that recently. Uh-huh. Um, and I can see why that would be fun. Once oh, you can je- yeah. once you can get it into your brain, she's not leaving me. You know? I mean or but she, you never she, know, right? What? I mean, you don't know for sure. You don't know for sure, but with monogamy, I mean, how many you people just felt in confident in their relationship leave their wife or husband True. for somebody? It's no, not, that's we, not what stops it. So did it take you a little getting used to? Yeah. I would the thought be of her fucking somebody else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd be jealous. I'd feel the pain that I compared once to, I don't know if I still hold by this, but let me say it and see how it feels. When your favorite team loses in the playoffs, when you think like when they're a favorite, it just like bothers you. No, nah, oh I don't really feel that. I'm not the, as into sports as I was when I said it the first time. It ruins time. like an afternoon? It's just like, yeah. And then you just get over it. It's okay. still there. All right. That's with you. Okay. That makes sense then. I'm like a big Steelers fan and like I'd be bummed when they would lose. For like two yeah, especially if they're like Super Bowl favorites and they lose in the first round. You're right. like, fuck. Yeah. Right. Okay. I had these plans for Super Bowl party. It was going to be Steelers themed. <laughs> you know, with more pain, you, you might get right. nauseous, literally but, nauseous. But like but more like, hard ons, it sounds like in your situation because it turned just, you on. At least that one time I remember fucking in the shower when she came home and it was just like, Jesus. Yeah. It's, okay. it's the sociologically or whatever. Sex of Dawn says it's the, it's the male's fight to be for the sperm to be dominant. So you're trying to like pull the other sperm out it. with your cock. <laughs> And then get yours in. Was it her idea to do this? It was never going to be not that. Between both of you. Yeah. Uh, so I. What? Hold on. What? I don't. It was her idea? He said they both sort of. We went into it. Think, no one had to be convinced that was going to be. Oh, the you're, way it we're was. both just into it. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. She had this other boyfriend. Oh, right. Okay. Gotcha. So we didn't address this on our last episode, but we had a. a a couple that's in a polygamous relationship and yeah. some of the feedback was just that people didn't really understand the relationship or it sounded like he didn't really want to be in it as much as her and we didn't ask so I mean I can't answer that for anybody but it sounds like at least in your situation like everybody was super on board and mm-hmm. happy to do it. Okay well here's what you sh- everybody should know about mono- like uh, non-monogamy and polygamy to me is just too much work. To have to the two date girlfriends. another person. That's what my brother like, says. He's what? like, do you know how much work my yeah. wife is? Wait, I couldn't one... like put another person in yeah. there. No way. No way. <laughs> no. There's just, it's like, it's like a second job. <laughs> right. What are you talking about? I almost want to be the second girlfriend. Oh, and, yeah. Like that's the dream. Oh, I've been a side piece before. Okay. Yeah. Christina. No, she didn't hook me up with her from guys we fucked. Oh, yeah. She was our chaperone though on our first date. Oh, okay. Because like, I don't know this guy. But I was, I ended up being a side piece. And her, their rule was she couldn't sleep over, which I was like, fine. Great. I will have yeah. a great morning by myself. Yeah. I'd always, I'd always like fuck with her too. I was like, come on, please say I want you to sleep over so bad. She's like, I can't. Like, I don't really want you to. I love sleeping by myself. Wait, I'm wondering <laughs> if it, it's the couple that the guy went out with. Do you remember their names? It's the girl's name. Yep. Hey, we're like, we're like, I went out with the guy. We didn't fuck like we. Yeah. <laughs> They've broken up since then. I know. <laughs> I don't want to name them. 
All right, sorry. Well, this that's all so gonna cut. That's so hilarious. Yeah, you're all red. <laughs> no, no, I was just like, I don't know why. That's very funny. I'm not embarrassed anyway. That's very funny. I was like hoping that was the case. That's ex- crazy. Once you yes. said Christina, wow. that's so yeah. funny. So, I was into him. I just. What did he have rules for you? No, we d- literally just went on one date, and then it was one of those things of like we met on an app, and then it just fizzled. It was like the right. weekend came, and we were just were like, okay, you know. But um. So here's one of the the reasons why I think they're healthy. So if you don't go out with a guy like that because you're in a monogamous relationship, if that's mm. a reason not to go out with that guy, okay, then part of you feels bitter towards this experience you can't have because of your boyfriend. Right. Or husband. Yeah. But if you just went for it, no sex came out of it. It just sort of fizzled out. Yeah. And now you're not angry at the person not letting you do the thing. Yeah. I mean, if I was with somebody, I wouldn't probably be just seeking other people. Like I would I would like to be in a relationship. Yeah. At the end of the day. But um the basis of it, by the way, is yeah. you love the other person. So right. just like any relationship, 90% of it is just like, oh, we love going out for late night pizza. Yeah. We're both in narcos. You know what I mean? Yeah, we talk other people sometimes. Right. The same, most of it's the same shit. Let me ask you this because I feel like this is a question I feel like people want to know when we discuss this. How often were you guys fucking other people or was it like it just ebbed and flowed? Would it be like a few weeks without it or was it? Got super mad at me all the time. Like if she, they felt, I read it, they felt like my ideas were attacking. Rubbing off on there. Your bad influence. Yeah, but it wasn't. No, I'm saying that's what they thought. Yeah, they thought maybe that or like, yeah. yeah. I understand. I can that. understand. Okay. That. Mm-hmm. I'm not That's saying I agree, but I get it. Totally. Hey, these are people that I'm friends with through my. There was, there was never anything sexual there, you mm-hmm. know, but they're mad at it on their husband's or boyfriend's behalf. Right. Well, they're like, this guy's a shitty person. But I yeah. mean, as long as you're being honest, you're not being a shitty person if your partner accepts it. Yeah. <laughs> Were you going on dates with other people? Occasionally. Okay. Because it's like, you can't just say, hey, come over and blow me. Right. Especially back then before Tinder and shit. Right, like, sure. <laughs> that, that just wasn't a problem. Yeah. So you have to treat it with a level of respect. But can we back up? Like, are you like, I got to fuck somebody new every night? Was it like you would go to months or weeks at a time with just being monogamous or was it, does it? Yeah. It, does, it didn't suddenly give me the capacity to just fuck <laughs> like yeah, I couldn't right. just pull anything suddenly right. yeah you know what I mean the same problems I had before getting a mate <laughs> didn't go away um but if I tried on the road and failed it was like hey no big deal I got my wife waiting for me or I'd actually try less because okay. I'm like I could do this with some shitty fucking b minus right. so if I have somebody I'm really into tomorrow I'm like nah I'll just go to sleep and see my my lady tomorrow okay yeah. and so so sometimes it would actually make me do it less is this i mean you don't have to answer this if you don't want to but mm-hmm. why did you guys end it it sounded like you were a good yeah. match fizzled out went four years okay longest relationship by a lot was it mutually fizzling yeah we just became friends okay okay did she and then like fought like twice and then like what are we doing we're, we're done right were you still just both hooking up with other people then yeah, but it was just like our thing. We were st- and the sex between us never got any worse. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that. It was just like we just sort of stopped caring about each other. Okay. You know, when you break up with somebody. I think this mm-hmm. is really interesting. We haven't done an episode about this yet, but we've wanted to. Like when when a relationship is over, not because somebody cheated or because you did something terrible to the person, when you just sort of wake up one morning and you're like, I'm just not into this anymore. Yeah, why well, continue it and fight and, mm-hmm. and be bitter? Because that's you will if you stay in a horrible thing because yeah. you're right. not into them. Right. But like we've gotten a bunch of emails from girls that are like, I'm just like lukewarm on this person and I love them. But like, is that reason enough to pull the plug? He didn't do anything wrong to me. And I was in a relationship like that for a long time where like, he was a great person. Yeah, nothing on paper. You didn't. One of the things I realized when I was an adult, like I cannot like somebody <laughs> who hasn't yeah. wronged me. Right. You know, in high school, it's like you have to have done something with to me. Yeah. Or be a nerd. Right. <laughs> One <laughs> of those two dork. things to be like, no, you're out of my life. But right. like, 
conventional wisdom is just like you break up because somebody does something horrible to you. Right. You that grow apart. Have to be it. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, they got really into golf and I'm just not into it. Or right. into travel and I'm not into it. Yeah. Or, Do you remember how long you felt like that? Like how long that, I think this physically? is really interesting. Like did, did that fester inside of you for a long time? No. What? The fizzle? Yeah, the yeah, fizzle. The it was like, Five six months of it, and then we both kind of realized, like, wait, wait, something's off here. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't, I would never advise somebody like when you're feeling that way for three days to break up. No, like love comes and goes. Well, and you guys were committed. Yeah. So do you want to see where it goes? I mean, it sounds like it was like the best case scenario that it was both sides. Yeah. That sucks if one person's still in love and the other person's like, I feel like this is fizzling, right? And they're like, no. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love you. I was about to propose. Like, <laughs> or like when you go long distance, when somebody gets a job interview or goes to college yeah. and you try to make it work, like don't try to make it work. It's now a way different thing. <laughs> Break up and still love each other. The memory. Yes, you know? Don't, don't like run us into the ground. Yeah. Why would you get some like when you think about like, fuck that person? When you could have just been like, oh, they were great. Because you got to burn it to the ground. Some people, <laughs> I know. That's, I mean, that, my ex and I broke up and then we got back together and went we did another whole year of just like lighting each other on fire. Like we just had to get out of our system and I moved away. You know, it's like we had to do what we had to do. Yeah. I just, I feel like it's, it's also like the fear of like the, the devil that you know is so much better than the devil that you don't know. Kind of. You're like, I I could stay here in this comfortable home. We're friends. We get along. At least the bed's warm. Yeah. And like the sex is regular. And it's like, well, do I go back out into the The world and like fish again? Which that's like, oh, this is going to be so, that's why people stay in bad jobs. Same reason. Totally. Bad jobs. It's that or unemployed or a bad manager or Whatever it is, where you're like <sighs> having nobody, right? Oof, having no job, having no person. That's <laughs> like. Oof. But the reality is, I think for at least for me personally, the anxiety that I feel being with somebody that I'm that like mom is is like so terrible for me that I'd rather be alone. It's worse. I know, I, yeah, I'm way more in my whole life. I've been a single way more than I've been in a relationship. It's just kind of my my what I'm like. Your other girls on the other side of the coin always have been in a relationship their whole life. I don't know. People are different. I had a friend who cheated on his wife with a woman they were helping convert to Orthodox Judaism. Him and his wife were helping this woman convert. He started sleeping with her. What? It was terrible. But the wife he had, it was just not a match. They had sex, I believe, six times in four years. Oh, my god! Oh, my God. Like, so there's no question. That's a, not a relationship, yeah. right? So not yeah. alone. Sure. And then he's like, I don't know if I should work it out with her or go with a new one. Because then the, the, the rabbis all came in and she, they banished the new one. Like, you got to move out of here. Oh, yeah. The Orthodox Jews run their communities. Yeah. Do we mention this before that you grew up Orthodox? I know. Yeah. We're going to yeah. get... We, okay. we're we, will, we will come oh, back yeah, to it, but I don't know if we mentioned it before. That's what I did before. to my podcast. Yeah. Okay. Is I just like... Let's just talk. I'll set you guys up later. Yeah, we don't. We don't. Well, we want to get into it, but yeah. I still have like a, just a couple burning questions about your current relationship. But keep going. Okay. Uh, and so then he was like, "I don't know which one to be with," and I'm like, "Oh well, for sure you should not be with the one who you've had sex with six, <laughs> six times, times in four, four years." years. Yeah. Right? Who? I mean, who could blame your human? Yeah, but it's like he had to learn to live by himself and have some joy in his own self, mm-hmm. and then add a relationship to it or take away. But you're still good with yourself. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and he was still having like the relationship is going to make me happy or unhappy. Yeah, right. It's not one or the other. It's like just don't do this. Figure yeah. out the other stuff later. Well, people that have, ne- I mean, people that have been literally in relationships their whole lives. I'm like, how do you even know who you are? This is crazy. Yeah, jump from one oh, to the yeah, next to the next. Hate that they get out of something like, oh, you'll be single for a while. I was like, I have a boyfriend. It's, Two weeks later, you had. I don't get it. You're I've never a been able in fucking May in New York. You're not going to run around a little bit it's in the wild. best time in the best city. It's some codependency shit. I think. I don't know. I get November lock up with somebody. <laughs> right. Well, you're, you're not doing anything through the winter. 
whatever. Right. What else you want you one doing? guy. Yeah. One guy. All right. Well, this is all super fascinating and hilarious, but we want to interrupt you for one second and talk about some of our partners for today. Raina. Yeah, I'm actually really excited about this first you are. partner because um, I am a longtime user of this. Uh, so Beachbody On Demand is an easy-to-use streaming service. It gives you instant access to a huge variety of effective workouts you can do in the comfort of your home. Um, I'm not like you that I like to go to the gym um, and be in classes because I'm not exactly in the best shape. But this is how I've over the years helped to like motivate myself to work out Yeah, because I often find myself getting dressed, walking to the gym and changing my mind and going to get something to eat. <laughs> so this is a platform. They have tons of different types of videos. You guys are probably super familiar with P90X, uh, but they have more lesser known things and you can do videos about pretty much anything. Uh, yoga, Pilates. My favorite is something called the 21 Day Fix. It's 30 okay. minute videos. It's interval training. You don't need any equipment except for sometimes a yoga mat just for your knee. Mm-hmm. And five five pound weights, thirty minute exercise, and they keep reminding you this will be over soon. And I find oh, that after awesome. I find that after a week, I start to feel a lot better. And I'll do a second video, and I'll maybe do some yoga to calm down and yeah. things like that. And I love it. I don't have to leave my house for it. I could do it literally in my underwear and a pair of sneakers. Uh, and then in addition to that, they have all kinds of food plans for you. Oh and wow! Okay. When you have a subscription to this, you have access to all of these different video plans, so you don't ever get bored. It's not like going to the same class every day. You can go to a different class every single day yeah. in your home. So I'm a super big fan of it. You really do this. Like I remember I really when you do. were like, I'm going to start working out now. And I was like, what are you talking about working out? You don't go anywhere. And you were like, I do these videos at home. I this love is them. what you do. For years. I've been using it. I yeah. think that it's really, really easy to use. And they have all these like celebrity trainers and stuff like that. Like it's kind of fun to like watch these hot people work you out right. on your TV anyway. And you never have to get bored because they, they literally have hundreds and hundreds of videos uh, and, and a great support community where you can talk to people. And, so, and take them on the road. Oh, like yeah. Especially like we're traveling. You can do it on your tablet, your iPad, like your smartphone. Like you, can, I love that you said that. Yeah. I've, I've done them in hotel rooms, in hotel all over rooms, the country, yeah, which is great. Um, if you guys want to check it out, I really highly recommend it. Um, we'll give you a free trial membership, including their new 14 day results plan, where you can lose up to nine pounds in the first two weeks when you text GGE to 303030. That's 303030, and you guys will get full access to an entire platform for free. All the workouts, the nutrition information, the results plans to get your super fast results and support totally free. Uh, again, you'll just text GGE to 303030. I really recommend you guys check it out. Yeah, this is fun. We haven't done any where you like text. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. Text GGE to 303030. Also, I want to tell you guys about BioClarity. I am a big skincare person, so we're so excited to partner with these guys. So this is an all-natural beauty brand that wants to help you achieve beautiful, naturally glowing skin. Glowing is my buzzword for my skin all the time. If someone tells me I'm glowing or I'm radiant, I'm like, mission accomplished. So it's basically like what healthy eating does for your body. BioClarity is doing for your face. They, again, totally green skincare line. They offer these essential products to help clear up or calm your skin or just keep it balanced and like on track. So there are two three-step routines. There is the clear skin routine and the essentials routine. So luckily my skin's pretty clear. It's on the drier side. So I don't get blemishes, but my skin is super dry, which also means it's aging quickly. Uh, The essentials routine is really great. So there's a cleanser a moisturizer and there's this kind of serum that goes in between. And so I love the three-step regimen. And then also I have been using the 
clarifying mask, which is part of the offer that we're giving you guys today. So the, the mask is my favorite product. I mean, I love a mask. Like you can, it's this kind of mud mask consistency. You can tell it's super natural. Everything smells great, but you can tell it doesn't have chemicals and perfumes and all that kind of stuff in it. So this, that's my favorite part of it, but I love the three-step routine in general. Again, it's the essentials one, but if you have skin issues and you need to clear your skin, then use the clear skin three-step program as well. And you're somebody who spends a lot of time on their skincare routine. So I mean, if I'm going to trust somebody on skincare, it's you. I know. I mean, I, I enjoy it. Like, and again, like I love one of my favorite memes is like a girl that can go out and get drunk and come home and still do her skincare routine. Like those are the girls you need to watch out for or whatever. Like those are the girls that you should have help you hide a body. But anyway, no. So I even love coming home after a night out and doing like full blown three to four step skincare routine. Anyway, guys, uh, big fan. Again, their products are 100% vegan, cruelty free, paraben free, sulfate free and artificial fragrance free and come with a 100% risk free money back guarantee. Take the first step to healthier, more radiant skin by going to bioclarity.com. And right now, when you purchase a skincare routine, you'll get a free clarifying mask with your order. And it's a $25 value for free. Again, this is my favorite product in the whole line, but you need to enter our code GGE at checkout. So go to bioclarity.com and use our code GGE at checkout to get your free clarifying mask when you purchase a routine. And now back to the show. Yeah, let's jump back in with Ari. So how long have you been with your current person year and a half okay and is she she does not like the non-monogamy doesn't care for she's it never done all. it she would prefer you to be committed absolutely but she doesn't she doesn't experiment on her own she doesn't like take this ex- opportunity to do yeah, it i'm like do whatever you want she goes but i don't want to i'm like well then that's what you want <laughs> <laughs> i mean is it i, I can't i can't wrap my head on this relationship are you guys fi- does she fight with you a lot about it i mean over it yeah so definitely our weakest Whatever. I bet you're listening to this and be like, fuck you bitches. But uh yeah, but everything else is great. So then it's like, all right, you know, sometimes let's just take a, a, a crazy example. It helps me see things clearly. Take a crazy example. You're with a guy, you're living with him, and he but he's consistently leaving his underwear just out on tables mm-hmm. and it's fucking annoying. It's, yeah. You wish that part would change. Right. But you live in a great place, you know, and he's always... Uh, well, the difference there, just to put it in perspective, is like sure, yeah. a guy's underwear on my coffee table doesn't make me feel like I'm not enough as a person. Oh, right, right. <laughs> so yeah, that's okay. Absolutely. That Absolutely. <laughs> Some women get really mad at their boyfriends watching porn. Right. Which I'm like, oh, you're crazy. He'll definitely cheat on it if you don't give him this outlet. Oh, geez. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Like to try to ban porn from yeah. your boyfriend. I mean, you know. It was the first question we had with our sex therapist. And he was just like, I don't know. It's just like sex is like... Like a weird, wonderful thing. Why don't you should address why you don't want the person watching porn? Are you not getting what you need? Do you feel like they don't sexually want you? Yeah, that kind of stuff. Which I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I think that's what it is with non-monogamy. The people who are against it um, feel like, oh, you're going to leave me. Yeah, that it's like an attack on your ownership right. of the other person. Well, and the thought. I mean, Rand and I always say this. Like, it's just the thought of like someone else like making your partner laugh or like having these inside jokes and like things like that. Like I, I'd much rather just like go fuck somebody and do whatever. And then you guys are like texting cute jokes. Right. I'm like, it makes my heart hurt. Yeah. I had a religious Christian girlfriend and she surprised me once by saying, and we were super monogamous and, and uh, by saying like a, a massage parlor hand job is not cheating. What? I like, what? She but goes, yeah, I feel it's just clinical. It's like, you don't, you don't get their number. I feel that way. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I've never, I've never heard that said. I, I feel okay about that. I think I just wouldn't want to know. I wouldn't want my man to come home and tell me about it. Yeah. Like, right. I so think that's that, like the rules you got to set. But, do you want to know? Do you not want to know? Do you want to have me not lie if you ask? 
But I've like, said this a million times. That's a good times. question. If, Don't lie if you if ask. If it was between here, if this the scenario is that my boyfriend goes on a bachelor party, he fucks some random chick. They don't exchange info or it's that I find his phone and he's cute texting with Janet from his work. I'm so much more upset uh, yeah. over mm-hmm. the emotional connection with somebody yeah. else. Or if he says I loved you to someone. Oh, that forget hurts it. a lot more. Well, I murder him. The emotional <laughs> cheating I think is much harder. And it's like I sort of can see a scenario where like you meet this person, the perfect person in every way. They're like smart and funny and amazing. The sex is great. And their one caveat is that like they travel a lot and they want to sleep with random people on the road. Yeah, like well, I don't know what I would do. I mean, I pr- I probably wouldn't date that person. To be totally that's honest, probably a bigger a bigger uh, problem in our relationship. Is I'm on the road a lot, right? Right. Even so when I'm not doing that. anything, but like I'm gone. So it's like it yeah. makes our time together. We're like, oh, I'm so happy you're home. You know, we miss each other. I think it's actually helpful mm-hmm. to miss somebody. Yeah. But like, that's a bigger issue than like the few times. Yeah. That I'm like filling my boring night with. <laughs> Puss. I don't think we made this clear in the beginning. You like you travel a lot for comedy. You just huge just like European tour. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. It's like a, such I went a middle two months in thing. Europe and uh, Scandinavia, and then it finished in Israel, and then hung out in Egypt for a few days. Yes, you're like kind of a big deal. You're like selling out shit all over Europe and I'm Asia. Doing great. Casual. I'm doing great. I didn't play I'm in Egypt. Great. I just went to play around. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and did she come with you for any of the leg of the trip? No, all my comedian friends out. So like, why didn't she come with you? I'm like, because she's a human with a job, but she can't just take <laughs> off two months. Who the fuck do you date? Someone who makes you their life. Uh, us? Yeah. We, could go. we could come. We could go. I'm yeah. ideal for a comedian. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I got nothing going on. I literally have no job. I decide. <laughs> and then you're like, by the way, I'll sell this venue out, and you won't. But it's fine. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think we. After the act, <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Where's everybody going? Like, we're not interested in you, Ari. Yeah, <laughs> you ask your boyfriend to open for you. Yeah. It's nice. Uh, but um, yeah, I don't think we hyped up like what a big deal you are. You have a great Netflix special. We did mention that. Oh, we did. Right. My Netflix special is all about the dangers of uh, having children versus uh, the dangers. Dangers of not having children. Dangers. It's a two-part <laughs> special that covers each one. It's I've never seen that done either. The two-part like Netflix special. Um, you do okay. like a different like theme of each one. I thought yeah. it was so great. Thanks. Your friend got pregnant off of a Tinder date. Yeah. And then you just keep bringing it back to this. Yeah, my friend Nicole. She just kept. Oh, a girl. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She got pregnant and had it. I couldn't believe. Yeah, it was my through line. It's like really. It's, you are they still together? No. Nope. It was totally oh no! Different. It wasn't together even then. I mean, she she just wanted a baby. She, she fucked him once on a Tinder date, and then like three weeks later, it was like, oh fuck, I'm late. But is she just super anti-abortion, or she wanted I think a baby? She or? got to the place where she was like, maybe I would have had an abortion before, but not maybe you know a certain age. A certain I sort of feel like that, no, like, and I have like, no zero judgment. I'm like, I'm just curious what her reasoning was. She was like, I want a child, or she, she was, it wasn't like she was looking for it before. Okay, but some people just have that religion in them where like I just can't do. It. Or you I just hit an it. age and you're life. like 35 and you're like I, I think I'm chance. ready to have a kid. Yeah. Like and I guess I'll I, just do this. I get that. Yeah, how 100%. can I say no when it's here? No man ever sleeps with me I, again because they know I'm just out here trying to get pregnant, <laughs> poking holes in condoms. Oh, I love when a woman's like, oh, I would never have an abortion. I was like, oh, for sure we're wearing condom then. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so, um, do you want to talk about this? I think this is yeah, interesting. and then the we do. What, I'm really interested in the religion stuff, but um, okay, we're gonna pa- <laughs> we're gonna pause Ari one more time so that we can jump in and thank one of our partners to the episode. Uh, I want to talk about Poshmark. I recently discovered this. I'm really excited because yes. it is one of the easiest platforms to buy and sell fashion items. Mm-hmm. So for men, women, and children, and I'm getting ready to move, and I have all this stuff, and I don't know what to do with it really. And so I was looking for a really easy, fun way that I could sell these items. So 
It's a great platform. Uh, there's tons of brands to shop from, and it's super easy to upload photos of your items yeah. and ship them out to people. People can bid on them. Uh, yeah, you were just like, oh, I had this like casual Louis Vuitton. I don't want anymore. I was like, what? what? Right? It's just sitting there. Yeah, I, this is what it's. What you should do it. I went to a casino a couple of years ago and got this crazy expensive bag. And yeah, that's thousands of dollars just sitting in my yeah. closet for no reason. So this is a super easy way to monetize that and give it to somebody who really would love it. So I love this site so much. So I've been shopping recently. There's like a whole page of, this is kind of random, but Fendi bracelets. And I I'm, I mean, jewelry doesn't age, you know? I mean, I guess I can get kind of banged up, but like jewelry kind of stays like new, even more than like clothes, shoes, bags, whatever. Right. So, I mean, I literally was just like, I was on their homepage. I see Fendi bangles. I'm like, yes, I'm looking at one right now. It has like a tortoise camo vibe almost to it. I'm dying over it. And it's brand There's new everything. fashion stuff. It's yeah. really, really nice. I mean, it's like current fashion things is what I mean. Yeah. And there's so much to shop from. I like, mean, to yeah, every, every brand you could ever want. I mean, give me this Fendi bracelet. I'm going to get it right now. And you can bid Don't on come it. for me. Don't come for me. Don't, don't no one else bid on this. Yes. Yeah, you can bid, you can you can give people an offer if you just really want it in that moment. And the shipping is super easy. I, that's major to me. Like they make it as easy as possible to unload your stuff and buy stuff from other people. And you can share your closet handle too. So when you start selling on your stuff, you guys can buy you can shop, buy your stuff, you buy random stuff. <laughs> I'll let you guys know when I do that. Yes. Uh, but in the meantime, until I do that, we're giving you guys five dollars off your first purchase at Poshmark. Just enter the invite code GGE five when you sign up. That's GGE and the number five when you guys sign up. Get five dollars off your first purchase and uh, let us know how you guys like it. Yes. Don't take my bangle. <laughs> Except for Ashley's bangle. Um, <laughs> all right. All right. We, uh, we're going to unpause with Ari. <laughs> unpause. Let's get back into it. If you're dating somebody, you don't want children, obviously. You right. know, If you're dating somebody and she's like, I just, I got to have a family. I'm, I, it's, it's, I, I got I to gotta do it. I got to have kids. Are you kind of like, I, I'm probably not going to be able to date I'm you. probably not the guy for you. Right. Are, are you trying to have kids now? Because at 22... Let's just say we're both 22-year-olds right out of college. Mm-hmm. She's like, I want kids someday. I'm like, I don't. I'm like, but this isn't going to get in the way of our relationship for 10 years. Right. And in <laughs> all likelihood, true. we're going to be six relationships away from this Right. One. So just forget you said anything. So keep dating. Yeah. Keep fucking. So at a different age, I think that like, you know, you start thinking about like, when do I bring this up on a date? Because your stance is just like your life is just more fun without kids. You don't want kids. The that's hardest fine. thing to bring up is the monogamy thing. Like, do you bring it up on date one? Because yeah. then it's like, I don't even know if I'm going to have All right, here's a question you. for you, Ari. Right? you bring that up? Yeah. <laughs> You're with this girl and she's like, all right, here's your here's the deal. Either I'm going to be cool with your non-monogamy, you fuck whoever you want, never bring it up again, or we're having a kid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which is the more... Which is worse? <laughs> Would you rather? <laughs> Would you rather? Ooh, that's a tough one. No, it's not that tough. I'd be monogamous over kid. <laughs> I'd be annoyed right. by it, but I'd know the. So what? What is your what is your <laughs> opposition? <laughs> the alternative? I appreciate you answering it. By the way, what is your opposition to a child? Just so people understand, uh, it's I, lifestyle, right? Lifestyle. I mean, I can't have a dog. I really want a dog, but you can have this one. Oh, you live down the street. You can sit for him. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> like this Saturday, if you're around. <laughs> all the studies have shown that it makes you less happy, like scientific studies. Okay, and then it's also shown that people will lie about their reasons for having kids so the anyone who says well i'm happier it's like you're not you're probably not 85 percent right you're not but it also shows why you would lie um you're more fulfilled you know less yeah. happy more fulfilled but it physiologically in women at least at the cellular level breaks you down okay you, you stop healing as fast Physically? it just doesn't see oh yeah yeah your cells break down 
Because um, you made a person. Yeah, because I guess nature says, cool, you did your biological <laughs> yeah. imperative. We're right. done with you now. But it's like, I mean. And now you're like, but I can live 70 more years. And, and nature's like, we actually didn't plan for that. Right. Yeah. But it's, I read, a, I think this this is an accurate headline I read recently that millennials are not having enough kids to keep up with the like planet. I mean, not the planet's uh, going to survive another 10 years anyway, but. We'll have, then we're going to have extra grain. Not a big deal. No, no, no. It's, I just, but it's people are definitely choosing. Not to. Not to. Oh yeah. I'm really, sh- I'm surprised because I was thinking about like all my girlfriends. Like I have a huge amount of girlfriends. None of them want kids. It's amazing It's to getting me. to the point where people are like, I want to live my life a little. I want to go traveling. I want to live, I do a fucking, mm-hmm. you know, a year in Sri Lanka. Kids don't fall into that. Right. Game plan. Well, and yeah. But some people, I play devil's advocates. I'm sure we have plenty of listeners that want oh, children. I'm not, saying, and, I'm not saying I don't want kids. I'm yeah. just saying in general, I, and I understand still team it. kid, but I, I kind of, I think, I do think some people are just meant to be a mother. I, it's not me, you know, but sure. maybe that's kind of what they feel like they've been, their calling is. And they really, that brings them joy and happiness. But I think there's a lot of people that just did it because they felt like they were supposed to. And yeah. that's what you do. You get the, you get married, you married get the house, too. you get the kids. Yeah. Yeah. People get married and then divorced at like 31. And you're yeah. like, I just thought I should have. But then that, I woke up to like, this isn't my life. I got 70 more years. Yeah. But people are, I think, realizing today that they just have other options. Like you don't have to be married at 22 anymore. Like you don't have to go from your parents' house to your husband's house right. to have freedom. Yeah. A and woman like, can make a living right. and have her own apartment. <laughs> right. This is a great apartment. Thank you. To like, <laughs> why do I need a protector? Right. That's but, yeah. from shitty times from before. To play the other side of the coin, because I mean, I don't know. I don't have kids. I don't know if I'll have kids ever. But I think about my life now. I'm super happy. I can like get up, take a plane uh-huh. anywhere I want. I can spend... One of my girlfriends the other day was like, I spent $75 on a hair clip because I could. Because you could. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> right. When, I, I, when I'm with my college girlfriends, I bought this like... $400 sweater. I'll say it. I'm very proud. I make yeah. money. And my friends with kids were like sh- looking at me like jealousy. Like, And they have money and oh, they have houses, but they f- they can't do that because it feels selfish. Nobody lives buy, better than gay people. They can't gay buy the sweater. live great. Yeah. I interrupted you. I'm very sorry. Keep no, going. I just, I wanted to Yeah, they want to buy the sweater. And I want to brag on my sweater. They're I, you like, know well, what? my kidneys need. Like, <laughs> fucking, why would you care about some person needing to eat? Like, That's not my you. girlfriends could not bring home a $400 sweater to their husband. Like, and you're gonna hide it. I just want to play the other side of the coin because I'm sure most people that listen to this want kids. I think about my life in my 40s and 50s, and like I like you did this joke. You're like people are like, aren't you gonna be lonely? And you're like, yeah, I'll pick up my phone, I'll call my friends, and then I won't be lonely. <laughs> but um, I I think of like what would I do all day, all night? Like I don't know, I don't know. Right, Maybe I would your have kids a, and your grandkids I've, become your life. I've yeah. heard this argument before. I just I, in my mind, it's not yeah. I'm not saying I'm right or wrong or that it's right or wrong. I just think about that, and I, I like the idea of like the little league games and like the big sure. family holidays and mm-hmm. I had such a good life and right. like parents- we had these great upbringings yeah. yeah so that's that's the only side of the point it's, it's I think about some of it's really either or like those little league games would be cool and then you're like can I now have them vanish for a second while I, ha- I go on a three day bender because I want to yeah <laughs> right and like oh no they can't vanish <laughs> they're gonna well, continue I, to I, be there I, my friends that have kids like a lot of them are just like really cool moms they work and they just kind of ha- they, they've done it they're, they're doing it you know and I think they're genuinely happy yeah and- there are some people who have kids that I'm like, oh, you still live a cool life. Right. But very few. I know. But it happens. Ones, and it's, it's yeah. kind of inspiring when you see those. Yeah. Like this, I have a friend, they travel all the time. I, she's just one of those moms. It's like, yeah, just whoever can watch my kids. She's four kids. She's still is a fitness instructor. She started a business. She's just like superwoman. And I think she just isn't a helicopter mom. She has babysitters all the time. The neighborhood watches her kids. It's mm-hmm. like that whole mindset. But just to back up, I mean, 
we, and I don't know your, your family life, but like Rain and I have just been pretty lucky. I feel like me especially did not have any pressure from my parents. And so I think that's what people, they just grow up with their parents. Like it's you're pressure. supposed to get married, make sure you find your husband in college, you know, then. Also ha- movies are telling you that too. Yeah. Books Everything telling is telling you that. This podcast is about dating and relationships. And I think that we always put out the message of like, be single, enjoy your life if you find it great. But like this, I think people love talking about this stuff and mm-hmm. finding love and like, you know, love leads to marriage, which leads to kids. That's the normal <laughs> But okay, so you on a date with somebody, I'm just curious about what your opinion is in general. Like, at we're in our 30s. Like, I would, if somebody came on a date with me and they were like, hard pass, I do not want children. Like, I'd want to know that immediately because Did I want to bring that up on a first date. No, I don't know. I'm just, you I guess, if, I, if, if I'm dating no somebody, yeah. I, I would want to know that it was a hard pass on having kids because I want the option someday. You and know, you know, they do an Orthodox Judaism when you go on a date, shidduch dates, they're called, like, you're setting them up for marriage. They used to go in very public places. These are almost more like Hasidic type dates. You go to like real public. It used to be an airport before they couldn't go into airports anymore. And you would just talk. What are the two things you want? How many kids do you want? Do you want to live in Israel or not? Mm-hmm. And if those two things didn't match up, you're like, best of luck to you. And that's it. Yeah. And if they do match up, now let's Take find out here. if we like each other. See if we like each other. Yeah. yeah. It's like Tinder where you can say, the, the set in the codes are Bumble where you're like, don't send me anyone over under six feet. Yeah. Which you fucking bitches do all the time. It's so wrong and evil. Even me, I'm five feet tall. I only want to, I no, want to fuck I'm, six feet above. I'm not a heightist. I'll date a guy, like someone DM'd us today and they're like, Ashley, I want your opinion. I'm five nine. I'm dating a guy that's my same height. And I'm like, D- date him. Is he cool? Yeah. Why is he funny? She was like, he's the funniest person. I'm like, this is crazy. Why? I'm, I'm, I'm six I'm, three, by the way. It doesn't even affect me. I just think it's evil. I hate it. It pisses me <laughs> off. And it, I, I really think it's, it's like, I think you're, I hate when girls do those weird requirements anyway. Six feet, six figures. Like, shut the fuck up, People Becky. That? Oh my God. <laughs> I had a comic open for me in Sacramento and he had a joke about it actually because he writes 5'11 on his on his Tinder profile because he wants to get, and he's six foot, but he wants to get rid of the shallow bitches. Wait, I love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really like that. That That's in no, in the history of dating, I feel like there's never been a man that shows up and is taller than what he said. <laughs> oh no, absolutely. What a nice surprise. No woman has been hotter. No man, is, this is the best <laughs> Of pictures. Um, should I just like, post the ugly? Should I post a photo of how I look right now? On dating, I think you look great. I was on dating just looking profiles. Face yeah, you look nice now. You did a little highlight right, on your nose. If you go crazy, then it's a disappointment. It's all expectations. <laughs> it's all based on expectation. When you right. hear about a movie, you're like, I've never heard of it. I'll just go in. Versus like everybody saying this is the best movie. You're going to enjoy it on different levels. Right. So I'm going to write, I'm terrible. And I'm going to take a photo of myself hungover coming off of a train at Penn Station. When I walk in, I'll blow like, them away. Yeah, yeah. But like push your hair to the side. You know what I mean? Like do it up. No, for like I don't a want second. any pictures on my dating profile that doesn't look exactly like what I look like. That is the worst feeling. You walk in and someone's like, oh, geez. But this is the danger of online dating is like, yes, in my mind, I want a guy that looks a certain way. At a bar, a guy walks up to me and he's funny. I don't care how tall you are. Like if I enjoy being around you, I don't give a shit what right. you look like. Yeah, that, that, Too much options on, on dating online. Yeah, it's paradoxical. What, what I was going to even say, how we mm-hmm. apps like Hinge now, which is the only really one I use, and I kind of just is kind of is the premier one now. I feel like it it says kids want kids. Oh really? So to me, Smart. if you if you choose to write want kids, you really want kids. You know, like if so. To me, I'm probably just gonna not date that guy. Right. Like it's it's my biggest fear as a woman that doesn't want kids in any way, shape, or form. Can't picture it at all in my life that I will meet a guy that's like set on it, wants a family. Like it, it, it just—it's a fear because then it's like it's different for a woman because it's like, well, I really want kids, but you gotta have them. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not. Yeah. I think I could be a dad. 
I think I would make a great dad. Like, <laughs> I don't have to birth the kid. That's what I say to my girlfriend. She wants kids so bad sometimes. And I'm like, she doesn't want them now. But I'm like, fucking, then go have a kid. She goes, but what are you going to do? I'm like, I don't know. Fucking not have it. You take care of it. And it'll just be your kid. Like, you know, when you get a dog with somebody, where you're like, it's mine. You yeah, know, because yeah. you don't live together. And it's like, it's sort of ours. Like, sort of. Right. But it's mine. Yeah. So the Same kid's thing. like a dog. It's your kid. But I was come saying visit. to somebody, I was like, I feel like I like kids and I want my brother to have kids. I was like, I could, I think I could hang with a cool kid, but I do not want to birth it and I don't want to have to totally. Oh, birth someone's like, you, you, want to be a, you want to be a dad. I was like, I think wow, I, yeah, think I want to be a dad. You probably like be a, a single dad. dad. <laughs> my dad was the best single dad ever. We only hung out with him on the weekends for fun time. He dealt with none of the like, my <laughs> brother. The shitty like spillings. I remember my mom and I were like hanging out in my room one day. I was like 10 and my brother was five and he just walked into his room and pissed on the floor. Oh. Just, just That's what I mean. It. That's why I don't want kids. That's normal behavior. Whenever people are like, oh, motherhood's so great. They never talk about that. I had to clean piss out of a new carpet, which by the way, you can't do. Right. And he, by the way, was, oh, he was potty trained. There was no reason to do just it. Just a he punk just... bitch. He's just a fucking dickwad. Who the fuck does that? What are you, drunk? Even if you're drunk, handle your shit, man. It's awful. They all act like it's not awful so many times. It's oh, he's like, crying. That's the thing I want in my life. Another human crying. One of the worst sounds. Oh, is it just once a year? Oh, no. It's going to be a lot more than once a year. Every hour. Every Just constantly. Instead of saying, hey, I'm hungry. Hey, I'm hungry. You want to go something to eat? Instead, is the way I'm going to fucking show you that I'm hungry? Garbage. They're garbage people, these kids. <laughs> Like, That's the reason I don't want kids. <laughs> that, it's, it's clearer than the physiological <laughs> breakdown of the cellular like, level. One day, my, my brother and I were running around the house, and my brother leapt over from one. We were, we were playing this game where we were jumping from furniture to furniture. Nobody could touch the floor. Yeah. And we kicked over this <laughs> elephant that my mom had brought back from India. It was this beautiful porcelain. It shattered into a million pieces. Oh, she loved it. She <laughs> brought it back from India. You fucking well, I, asshole. I just told Raina earlier <laughs> what I did as a kid. I booby trapped my entire room to set my dad up because he would come in, in at night and turn my heater down and I would wake up and I was cold and I was like, don't you dare come in my room tonight. I was in sixth grade. Booby trapped the <laughs> I room. I know everything, first of all. Like, set I've it lived up. here in this life for over 10 years. <laughs> if, I know what the world is. It was like full-blown Home Alone style. Uh-huh. And I mean, <laughs> I, the story. This is insane. I mean, it's just it's such up? a long story. It's Just tell him how you booby trapped the room. What was the booby trap? Yeah. Well, the first the first order of business. First of all, like it started at dinner, and my dad I got my first B on my report card, oh. and my dad was just being a, joking because like I was this perfect kid in school, and he was like, sound "You like say you got a B, you really got your first like B, huh? You really sound like a Jew." I always <laughs> disappointed did, yeah. in a B, and he was like, "Oh, a B." He was no, he was totally kidding. Yeah. I got straight as my like whole existence, and I. I was like, I can get a B if I want to get a B, Dad. And another thing, don't you dare come in my room tonight and turn down my heater and went up to slam the door at 6.30 right after dinner and never came back down. And they were like, at least she's gone. Yeah. Like, at least we don't have to deal with her. Ugh. And so I basically, the first order... Yeah, way to business, punish us with your lack of presence. Ugh. <laughs> Beat it. I basically set it up so that when the door would open, it would trigger this recorder that I like talked into and was like, step away from the door, step like away Ferris from the Bueller? door. Yes. And then if he, <laughs> if he, got, if he got to the heater... She's 11 and thought of it. If he got over to the heater, I'd obviously put a thumbtack on the button that he would hit to turn it off. So he was going to get like injured if he got, if he made it over there. Yeah. And so wow. about midnight, 
the recorder goes off full volume, step away from the door, step away from the door. The whole house gets up. My brother's up. My mom's up. Everybody's like, what the fuck? And my dad just like, I mean, my mom said he went back in the bedroom. She's like, I hate our daughter. Like, I hate her. (laughs) That's a good one. Step away from our daughter. The next morning, I come downstairs like nothing had happened to catch the the school, to catch the bus. I went to public school, rode the school bus. And my mom goes, Ashley you need to apologize to your father. And I go, he needs to apologize to me and left and went to school. And that was the day that my mom started calling boarding schools and seeing what they cost, how early she could send me. And they were too much. Uh, 11 years old, a fucking bitch. Yeah. Why would you want that in your life? I know. I don't want kids that want like, like me. That. I literally think that I don't. My mom and I are great. My family's great. We are so close, but you seem like you're probably a good kid. Terrible too, kid. Like such a brat. That that story illustrated to you that she seemed like a good kid. Of kids, that seems like a good one. Really? Cause that <laughs> like, sounds cause funny. She's trying to injure. She's like, if he yeah, made the, it over the to thumb it. Thumbtack too. It's like you realize what you're trying to do is take a thumbtack and like imagine just like your dad like give me your thumb and just pushing the thumbtack into his <laughs> thumb, just knifing him. <laughs> the man who in the, the, man the who ho- you keeps you alive in the home he paid for with the <laughs> heater he also paid for. Yeah. He's like, can you just you just don't need it when you're sleeping? Do you mind just turning it down? Paying? I don't know if you understand money at all. And but she was like, like, your blood will be mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll see. We'll see, Dad. We'll see who's smart after this. But I, th- I well think about done. this all the time. Like I was a really bratty kid. And I was horrible to my parents. I feel terrible for my mom having to deal with me as a single parent. And that's parent. what I don't want. Yeah, yeah. Why would you? So when you after you saw my special, did you? Think a little bit more of like maybe I'm my whole life I've just always been like I want kids I'm gonna have kids and I watched your special I'm sitting here in my 30s watching a Netflix special drunk in the middle of the night and I'm like do I want kids you just you maybe you changed my yeah. life I don't know again though I just I envision like my 40s 50s 60s I like the ideas of the family time and the togetherness because I had that and I'm exactly who I am today right. because, I because yeah, that, I had right. those things my yeah. brother is the shit he's the best person he married somebody that has a great family and I like being around all that right. and I want my brother to have kids like yesterday and he will and he's this family guy and he's wonderful and I think the girl he's with now is the one but like I want him to have like multiple kids like I want the kids around yeah they're great and for like, a small period of time yeah, and then they're crying like ugh this one's broken take it back Maybe since people aren't having kids as much anymore, there'll be like services that exist now where you can like rent a kid for the afternoon. Well, Ooh, what about like dying alone? Yeah, like this that, is like my that, one uh, thing. Coffee shop. I go there all the time just to play with dogs. The bo- yeah. Ashley is the mayor of that coffee I shop. Seen you there. Really? Literally. Dude, I've been gone for two months. <laughs> You're one of those guys. You're in there with no dog. With no dog. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And like, is he bothering you? Like, he's not. He's like, I need this to fill the void in my yeah, life. Yeah, we go all the time. We're gonna. Um, I'm gonna try to plan a show there. You want to? Oh, really? <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> Straight off your international tour, you headline the dog cafe. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but here's my one thing. Yeah. And when I watched my mom take care of my grandmother when she was passing, I couldn't imagine like not like who's gonna take care of me when I'm dying. Okay. So here, I'm gonna hear this. Okay. I have a friend, John Heffron. He'll do it. Telling me this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He said he wants to have a kids. He wants to have a life because he used to work at a hospice. You know what hospice is? Yeah. Okay. I just found out. That's bad. How did you not know what hospice is? I don't know. Cares? It's not part of my life. Have you guys ever heard of hospice? You know why? Because probably Orthodox Jews, maybe you guys don't use it. You just take care of your you own. You just take care of them until they're yeah. gone. Yeah. yeah. Like, my grandfather died in, in my grandmother's house. Right. Like decent Living like people. a vegetable for the last six months. Right. Yeah. You don't pay people oh, to gotcha. take care of your elders. Yeah. yeah. Get rid of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. He said he saw so many people dying alone with no one coming to visit him mm-hmm. that he didn't want to be like that. Yeah. And then my response is, so you're going to live a shitty 50 years for that last three months? 
Which, by the way, you you're might get though. hit by a truck totally. and just die instantly. Well, and also, your kids could hate you. Yeah, there's, that could be that too. Yeah. So, like, you're going to live all the good time. So, the last part's not. It's the same thing with, like, why don't you buckle down and make more money now? And then later you can have it take it easy. I'm like, no, how about I have a great Enjoy life my now? Life. And yeah. I'll be a Walmart greeter when I'm 70. Who cares? It's <laughs> yeah. fine. I don't even have a time when you really, can't do anything with it. It's long term planning for something that might you might not even get. I to. get it. I do get it. And I, I, I just, I was talking with a guy friend about this, and he's he's the one that was just like, yeah, but you could have five kids and they could all fucking hate you. Absolutely. Or, you know, or who, there's no Absolutely. telling. But home you know, invasion. You could lose them all in a minute. <laughs> Feel terrible for the rest of your life. You know what I like about you? <laughs> is that die in a plane crash. I, think, I think a lot of people will listen to this episode and not relate to an open relationship or not wanting kids, but at least you're honest about it. And I like Thanks. that. Thanks. And I like guys are always like, oh, I didn't want her to hate me, so I just didn't know what to say. It's like, no, that's the thing that makes you a bad guy. Yeah. Is not saying the thing. Lying. Yes. Like, yeah. This I was on a plane with this guy and he was like, Oh, I'm just like I'm too good of a guy and it like creates problems for me. Yeah. Worst yeah. guy. Yeah. And I was That's like, the I, I, pro- sure. This is the same guy who I invited to one of our shows and he brought a date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too nice of a guy to date. tell me he didn't he like a date me. to your date. Right. He was like, you know, I'm not into this girl. How can I nicely tell her? Oh, I'll That's bring a date to her show. The, the, the best way. The worst <laughs> guys are the worst guys I know, the guys that have cheated and they're so terrible to their girlfriends are the ones that are like too much of a pussy to break up with somebody. So they literally just do the worst stuff until the girl has to do it. And it's just sad to see. I mean, yeah. it's, I don't know. Nikki Glazer was, she came on our show and talked love about Nikki. this a lot. We love, she was one of the best guests we ever had and she did our live show. Um, She talked about how she told her boyfriend that he could go out and do anything he wanted. And it does make people not want to not do it as to. much. A lot of it's just, right. I broke up with a girl once. I'm trying to say woman more. I broke up with a woman once, but she was 20, so I'll go back to girl. <laughs> and um, That's the thing, yeah. yeah it's, I was it's, feeling trapped and then was like, I don't want to do this, let's break up. She was like, cool about it. And she was like, can we still go to the movie that we're about to go see? I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't hate you. Yeah. And then we ended up fucking that night and then just <laughs> kept fucking. And I was like, now that the limitations are yes. off this, I can actually enjoy it. I'm not feeling trapped. I totally get that. Yeah. I, I think that's a huge thing. Like the the more like the more leash you give a guy, the more he wants to stay close to you. Yeah, if Nikki's like, do whatever you want, then he's like, oh well, right. This isn't I don't fun need anymore. To. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's this sink or swim thing where it's like, I have to or I'll never be able to well, get it. Well, I think I swear, like, you know, just to bring it back to me and my upbringing, um, <laughs> no, my parents just had not a lot of rules. And my brothers, my brother and I never wanted to like really do drugs. Like we didn't feel prohibited to do things. You know why you didn't have rules? What? Because you're not their real child. You're a Jew who was adopted by them. (laughs) And they were scared of me. Also, who was going to, you you would light the whole house on fire. Your house would be like a matrix of lasers. But here's the thing. (laughs) You're like that little kid in in a, in a, in a, uh, no, that kid, ah, fucking, ah, I forgot the name of that show. The problem child. No, it was a black and white show. Chucky the doll. Um, (laughs) I just think they gave us, they, like, the more you tell people they can't do stuff, the more they they want want to do it. And so it was this like, we trust you and we were good kids and we wanted to like make our parents proud. And uh, huh? Call us if you're too fucked up. Yeah, like exactly. I think that that's where parents go wrong. Like you can't drink, you can't do this, you can't have sex, you don't do this. And that's when you get pregnant and you get in a drunk driving accident or whatever it is. And what parents do this, don't date that guy. We don't like them. It's like, well, Uh, I'm going to date him harder. I can't. I'm going to, if your parents don't want you to date somebody, they could be like, they should be like, bring him over to dinner. We love him. And that's the way to get your kid to break up. There's a mistake people make when they break up with somebody. They go, I just don't want you dating Tom. 
just I know there's just don't promise me that. But I promise. But all you're doing is shoving that into their head, and they for sure are gonna fuck that guy or girl. 100%. You know, if it's if it's the other way, <laughs> right? Just keep it sh- close. Shut it up and let them. Uh. Keep the worst nightmare scenario to yourself. Just don't just, talk it's, about it's it. It's just so crazy. Like I remember the fir- uh, freshman year in college, uh, first day one, moved into the dorms, and this girl's like blowing this guy in in her dorm room. She was like a preacher's daughter. It was like uh, someone that had yeah. been so like, don't do anything. I mean, in, with the roommate in the room, just like blowing this guy day one. Like I still had boxes, you know, like she, and it was like, that's exactly why. Cause she had just been prohibited from anything sexual. Well, that's why the like the, the alcoholism rate is so low in Europe versus here. Because they're like, drinking whatever you want. That it's not, Six. Yeah. There's wine on the table at, at preschool. Yeah, they're you can like, buy it from a store if you need to. Right. Yeah, so what's not so taboo? Whatever. Right, well, the moral fun. of the story is let your partner do anything they want, then they won't do anything. Yeah. What is so you want is, yeah. You want but, to talk about religion? By the way, I, had, I tried to cover in that special the other side of it, too, where it's like, if you're single, then there's bits about like having to make chlamydia phone calls at 35 which you wouldn't have to do if you're married with kids right. you know what i mean it's like it's not there right. are no 100 yeah, percent positives i try to show that and i do like want to button that up because i, I like just that. want you know we have a huge women listener base and i'm sure plenty of them want kids and like i just think everybody should live their truth and i think the bottom line is you feel deep down you want to be a mom and you want to have kids and you should definitely do that do it, yeah. if you feel deep down that you can't picture it but you feel forced into it don't do it yeah. well my mom's like greatest pleasure in life is having been a mom like yeah we did all kinds of fucked up shit it's her greatest joy my mom had three miscarriages before she had me she well, really she really wanted that me. and then she's like now let me try to take him one all the way <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she's one of the best miscarriers in the, in the world and she's like now let me move on to the next thing she's so pissed she <laughs> it's like jordan oh, trying baseball it. it's like i've already i've already mastered basketball let me yeah. see another sport here <laughs> hey Raina's mom i just want to give it up for you you are an amazing amazing miscarrier and no one can ever take that away from you. I don't know anyone who's miscarried that much. And you are a dominant at it. And you should feel proud. People are going to be so Michael pissed. Jordan to miscarry. She's oh, my God. Guys. <laughs> Three feet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh my god. We're gonna lose all of our advertisers. Yeah, all the listeners. Oh my god. But yeah, I mean I don't know. People need to have kids. Yeah, I guess not really. The planet's gonna be over. It'll be there. I don't have a I don't have a smartphone anymore. And people are like, what do you do if you need to like take a picture? I'm like, all my friends have smartphones. I know. I noticed that. For someone that doesn't want to be a dad, you have a phone for one, for sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sure you, you walked into a flip phone, and I was like, do we want him here? Oh, yeah. Or Raina texted you earlier, and she was like, oh, turn green, strike one. <laughs> <laughs> that, that just means not on Apple, right? But know, Apple. Uh, yeah, yes. we had no idea what we were going to see. I mean, oh, that yeah. was crazy. Well, also, your manager, who I was, she was like, well, Ari doesn't have access to email. And then I roasted that for like a long time, too. I was like, but it's because what kind of, like, where is, like, what country? He doesn't have access to email, but he can text. <laughs> she met like mobily, right? Yeah. Once okay. I'm out of the apartment, you have I, an email address. Yeah. yeah. I check her computer. <laughs> a desktop. Yeah. You have like an old Dell. No, no, no. I left. <laughs> but like I can check on that or an iPad when I'm at home, but I'm out. I don't want that shit touching me. That's really interesting. You must, I always think what it must be like to actually experience something and not have to Instagram it. Like, I don't know what that's like. You ever see those videos of like some kid dancing in the subway platform or something interesting happened and you see the video cool and then. You look behind it, there's four other people videotaping. And you're like, you guys are in each other's shots. Decide, <laughs> all right, you got it, right? Send it to everybody. Yeah, now let me, en- let me it. enjoy it. And you fucking cover it. <laughs> you cover it. You're in- you take this one. Yeah. 
That is so true. Next time I see someone filming something that I want to film, I'm just gonna be like, can you just airdrop me that? Because I was gonna film it, but you got it. Sunsets are the worst. It's like, oh no, no, man, you're never gonna get this as good as fireworks. Looking at it. Fireworks. Fireworks. Get fireworks. off. What? And concerts. Nobody, no. Con- oh, but if people go to a concert, a hundred slides of the concert, I hate it. I will allow, I don't like it, but I will allow one, one. picture. I've always done a one. One But then boomerang. they go, oh, but now there's like balloons. Like, but too late. You, you should have waited. You should have waited. You did your okay, one. Okay, we saw Beyonce and she like did the hair thing and I had to boomerang the hair thing. I mean, you garbage have person. to do it. I, I am a garbage <laughs> person, but not for that reason. Wait, you didn't mean that about Beyonce. No. You meant you. me. Yeah, okay. Thank God. Yeah. I was like, he has to leave. He called Beyonce garbage person he has to leave and he's a flip phone ew <laughs> all right anyway i kind of want i do want to talk about the religion stuff okay so you grew up orthodox jewish uh-huh. same no i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah <laughs> but how like for the first two months for, <laughs> for people that i don't know that everybody knows what orthodox jewish is it's like the the most religious sect of judaism like possible hasidic is the most okay so it's but orthodox and hasidic, they do the same laws we just are more part of a society Oh, so, so you like, don't live in Brooklyn in that area. Right. With the okay. fucking stockings up to... We're not fiddling on roofs. Yeah, you know? They're like Amish. It's okay. Like they're that. Amish. We're the yeah. Frisbee Jews. Okay. You know, the ones that have the Ben Shapiro, um, <laughs> the type of people who just wear that little Frisbee on their head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yarmulkes, yeah. Got it. Okay. okay. So growing up, like, uh, till when were you kind of like practicing this? And, like, 20, I guess. Okay. I went to a seminary in Israel, yeshiva. Do you know any of these terms? I'm, right I'm Jewish. Okay. I like. I went to a Jewish school growing up. I went to Where'd private Jewish school, like K through eight. Where'd you go? It was called Community Day School. It's in Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Uh, but I had a bat mitzvah. Um, religion's not like a part of my life at all whatsoever. Yeah. Like I don't really believe in organized religion. But again, like I am very much who I am because I grew up in that community. So, yeah. anyways, only keeping kosher Friday night to Saturday night. No electricity. Right. Reading all of mostly. this until you were twenty. Until I was twenty. Yeah. Okay. So I was a virgin until I was 23 because of that. Okay. So that's why you want to fuck so much. I think so. I think yeah. I don't See? So much. Don't suppress anything. Yeah. yeah. It comes back to get you. And I'm naturally getting out of my system so that I don't resent anybody. Yeah. So I, but I, I mean, I really want to know what, I mean, are your parents still like still a, religious? And then did you just like, how was, did this happen? How was, did you just what, get out? Yeah. I would looked inwards and I realized I didn't believe, um, which was like a big moment. Because you never asked yourself that before, right? Right, exactly. You were never just like, I'm part of this community. This is what I do now. Like you're doing with kids. Right. But like, totally. you, you stop it. <laughs> when you stop and, uh, <laughs> and go like, wait, maybe I don't want this. And right. you're like, oh, I always thought I was supposed to, so I did. Mm-hmm. So I looked in and it was like, oh, I don't believe in God. Okay. It wasn't like a decision. It wasn't like thought out. Okay. And then I started like, what do I do now? So I was like, I'm out. I was in Yeshiva University at the time. So all my friends were like, are you crazy? Right, like this is your whole life. Yeah, and they try to reason with me about God, and then it hit me pretty quick. I'm like, oh, if you could prove God, then God would just let himself be proven. He would right. just speak in heaven. Yeah. Was it really scary to like lose the community? Oh, nobody gets you? that part. So like, well, in Scientology, like when you want to defect from Scientology, like I've read a lot about it. I don't I've never been to Scientologists, but like they basically threaten you that like you will be excommunicated yeah. from every person you know, your whole family, your friends, and that's any major right. religious well, I mean that's my question. I mean what is this is this like a coming out? Like did you call your parents? I mean how does this I had to talk to them in person. And then what was the reaction? Not great. Right, sure. <laughs> it wasn't like, Do you oh, guys whatever, man. Still have a relationship? I remember my friend Andrew, we called him Gay Andrew in college <laughs> because he was so gay, but he kept saying, No, I'm not gay. And we're like, All right, well, we're going to just call you Gay Andrew because you do all these gay things. You wear yeah. purple only. 
Like think, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, we had one of those. It was all right, gay it's Rob. fine if you're not. Yeah. Has he ever come out? Yeah, he came out junior year and he goes, I have to talk to you. We went, we were going to cluck you chicken. <laughs> we we're going to cluck you. We were like drunk, ready to eat. And then he was like, sit down. So we we're like, oh, I'm so hungry and drunk, but okay. What's going on? And he goes, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm this is so hard, but I'm gay. And we're like, dude, we knew freshman year. <laughs> Your name is gay. Yeah, we call you gay Andrew. He goes, I don't like you calling me that. I was like, only because you're in the closet. Now it doesn't make any sense. Don't bother. Now that you're actually gay, you're just Andrew. Yeah, you're just Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then he was like, "Well, what?" I'm like, "Can we go eat? Like, why do we have to spend time with this? We can we go summit? eat? Right? Yeah. Like, can we have the chicken now?" Andrew, we didn't care then. We don't care now. Well, we care that you pretended to not be yeah. gay, but now you're just, just wasted Andrew. two years, bro. Okay, so, so that is, was not your experience with your parents, clearly. Yeah, yeah. And siblings? Uh, you have siblings? You must have siblings, like a hundred siblings, which helps a lot. Three siblings. Okay, they right. all we have just kids. you really got to walk us through this because okay. to me, this is like. What's the word? Foreign. No, like rejecting your whole life. That's not the word I'm looking for. It but is. basically, I, I was going to a Jewish college, right. coming from two years of a seminary, uh, uh, rabbinical school in in Israel. And everything your parents and your family stands for, you're like, I don't believe in this anymore. Yeah, I mean, Holocaust that's survivor. Great. So it's like, how much do right. you like say? Do not are you not part of that? Yeah, he said, are you low? Even a dog believes in God. Your dad said this yeah. to you, okay. and he goes, "Are you lower than a dog?" <gasps> yeah, it hurt for a while. Dewey's upset. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it hurt for a while till I thought Dewey's about agnostic. it later, and I was like, "What research are you quoting? What are you talking about? God ble- dogs believe in God? That's not a right, thing. Like, you just you, made that up. You contact a scientist? <laughs> yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. Um, Dad talks to dogs. My mom was more upset about losing the cultural part of it, yeah, because mm-hmm. she wasn't raised religious. She was raised non-religious. I, I think guess. a lot of Jews are culturally religious. Yeah, she we, was, I mean, we are. Yeah, she didn't want me to miss that. Okay, like all the like. I don't know. Traditions and things like Songs that. Songs and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. foods. And, For sure. And I don't know, just part of it. Which And then I did miss it. Mm-hmm. We do holidays in my family, but we don't really do a lot of the religious stuff. Like on Rosh Hashanah, we don't go to temple but we oh, have a big rush shot of lunch we have like 50 people over we don't do anything religious besides hang out that's a fun with the apples i mean we, do, <laughs> yeah. we go, we go so great. hard on christmas but my parents are unitarian they're like very like who is to say what's what we believe in all religions they practice in a synagogue and they're this unitarian universalism or something like that so yeah. i'm just but there we do christmas hard christmas is christian you know you don't go to midnight mass you just uh, that's what i'm saying yeah, it's, you know it's christmas but right. i'm i'm curious like your whole dating life must have revolved around the religion too so i'm curious like how affected your dating life no dating life before right because people are set up to be married it's more set up and it's also just like i didn't i didn't really know how to do it i didn't have a background from high school i was a virgin so did you leave the college yeah you left transferred the next to a regular school university of maryland yeah okay and are you still why am i spending twenty thousand dollars a year for these classes that i don't care about to not get fucked do you still have a relationship with your parents yeah they've gotten over it a lot and the other siblings having kids super helped that Right. Okay. Takes a, I mean, if one of them is a dud, like you're the dud, and the, you know, they have other three other kids yeah. to like lean on. Yeah. It's great. Okay. My brother and I got into a fight. Uh, I met him in Zurich. He lives in Zurich now, and then we went to Israel together. I know because I stalk you on Instagram. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 My assistant will get right into your stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, he goes, he was like, talked about the other siblings and um, their kids. He goes, you know, as the cool uncle, I do this. I'm like, what do you, you think you're the cool uncle? He goes, yeah, I am. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> He's like, you have a norm core life. And, I, and I'm, I do drugs and travel the world. And he goes, fuck. I'm like, yeah, man, there's no question you're not the cool uncle. I can see this like waves crashing of rationality onto him. Yeah, like, it hit him. He's like, whoa, I'm not, am I? I'm like, yeah, not have you been living all. your life like you're the cool uncle? Why Why would you be the cool uncle? He goes, I wear sweatpants sometimes. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. In what world <laughs> what are world? you cool? Yeah. Cooler than me. I live my life 
I'm in a one percentile <laughs> in what I do. I don't know. I take off and go places. You don't have to run your social media. You just pay somebody to do yeah. that. Right? Even yeah. Phone. What are you talking I'm, about? I'm in Zurich getting drunk. Like this is. We, my, I just like awesome. yeah. I'll add Zurich to this tour so I could come visit you. Right, you can't no re- do that. The most expensive city. Why am I in Zurich? Because so I don't have kids. Exactly. Okay, so you're still so, close to your family. Still close. I mean, close it took a while. is that a loose word? I mean, were sure. you? I'm I'm less close to them, but not because of that. Okay. I'm just a more independent. Gotcha. But you'll go do family gatherings and things mm-hmm. like that. Saw them okay. last night. They came to my show. I like that you oh. compare it to like being gay. Like it's you know it's a coming out. It really is. Okay. okay. But they come to your shows. <laughs> yeah, my parents laugh. I think they just tune out. They hear their son getting laughs. And they're like, cool, he succeeded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's all I'm all focused on. I, I agree. That's probably but wait, I want to bring it back to dating. Um okay, so you oh, know so dating affect, life. Right, it didn't affect it. it. And then I got out. had no dating life. Dated that, that super Christian woman. In Maryland. In Maryland, lost my virginity to her. Were you like, I okay. don't want to date anybody that's religious, period, or I don't want to date No, she just Jewish? happened to be. I fell in love with her. Okay. We fell, we fell in love. Okay. And we started dating, and she comes from a religious Christian background. Cool. The weird thing was, she had her Christian Bible group friends in college, and I saw her like at the dining hall. You know, you don't always plan to meet. I saw her, and she like wait and then look back at her friends and like ignored me and i was like that's weird she's not and i'm like later we found out i was like oh, i was with my christian friends and i was like wait you're ostracizing me <laughs> no my people are supposed to ostracize you that's not how it works i'm the jew you're you guys are supposed to try to take me in i should be able to reject you yeah. i was with my christian friends sorry what they all like bibles under their arms oh yeah they're all these like button up to the toppers <laughs> yeah. you know that's so funny. Like, <laughs> and are you? Do you like? Do you want to date religious people now? Do you not want no, to? I have like, no interest in it. But it's not some. It's I, not a deal breaker. It's more it's not they're, a deal breaker. What they're into, right? Yeah. But you know, my girlfriend's into the same drugs I'm into, and like, which is much more important, right? Yeah, like having God. a good time, and yeah. just she's into nature. Like I, I don't know. We just do the same things and talk about For the sure. same things and hold the same views on issues and like. I don't know. We 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 have good conversation. We enjoy yeah. each other's like thoughts. Well, I, I like yeah, that. I can't, I can't really see being with somebody if that wasn't the case. What right. you're just yeah, like you seem like you're gonna just. Why would you be with somebody you didn't enjoy? Yeah, I don't know. I think some people are religious, and it's hard to ignore. I'm not one of them. It's hard to ignore hundreds of years of breeding. Yeah, and like my brother married a Catholic girl, and we're religious, and she like. I mean, he's a little, he's more religious than I am. Oh. She's religious. She went to church every single Sunday. Parents looks Jewish. Yeah. Even more than me, I think. Really? She does? Yeah, she looks She looks like every Jewish girl I've ever met. She's very, wow. pretty. She's very pretty. But um, so it was like a I'm real kidding. issue. But, and she was like, she, my brother is like smart, makes money, and he's cool, and he's good looking. And it was like, you know, was that more important to you than the religious part? Like, what's more important? It's hard to like ignore all that breeding. I get it. Breeding. Yeah. Um, anyway. Drugs I like, like mushrooms and molly. When and, I want to start again. So what, so what kind of drugs do you like? <laughs> <laughs> for anyone that like sounded it. awkward for we just had to cut a whole chunk of really inappropriate stuff. <laughs> and for some reason, this felt much more appropriate. If you guys haven't tuned out happened. yet and aren't too offended. All right, let's take it down and, okay, talk okay, about, okay, and talk okay. about Coke. <laughs> I do Coke a little when I have to. I fucking don't care for it. Like when every Cokehead who says it, like I hate Coke, but I still do it. When I'm in Scotland and everyone doing it i'm like for sure i'll yeah. have some but you prefer if molly your no, drug I choice hate cocaine. i'm not into it all right what's I your drug it. choice mushrooms you mushrooms just weed every day mushrooms are like i like you know rep okay okay i've I never done people, mushrooms oh what yeah why oh because you're seven <laughs> is that it are you seven well, then i get it if you're seven years old i understand i'm you're seven living. yeah well then fine that makes sense yeah but just I, fresh when out i turn the eight i have to like at my birthday party just bags of mushrooms it's time to do them have you ever done them? No, but I've had some what? really terrible 
uh, weed experiences. Unrelated things? Weed experiences. I just don't think my brain's made for drugs. What was your bad weed experience? I just, I've had some terrible edible experiences of like, I was edible. I fully thought I was going to die. Like all those things. I just, I don't like being on drugs. I don't like losing control like that. I just feel like out of control. Can I give you uh, something to make you, so you say how you sound to me. Okay. okay. My friend said they were in Vietnam and they had some scallops. They saw them kind of out there, but they were making them and they had them and they got violently ill. Okay. So now they won't eat salmon at a restaurant here. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I, okay. Ashley is like the LeBron James of control freaks. Like, You're going to let go of control for yeah. sure. But I just don't It'll know. It, I don't you. know what the point is. Like, I, I just don't know. I just, I can tell you. Okay. You can speak to God on mushrooms, but God doesn't exist. He's there. <laughs> When he's on mushrooms, God's there. It's your telephone. I was trying to convince my friend who became a religious, super religious rabbi in Israel to mm-hmm. do mushrooms. He goes, no way. It's, it's a drug. I'm like, it's a drug God put there for you. It's and a he goes, natural drug. No. I'm like, you, it's a... Okay, it's this. Maybe it's not God. Maybe but just so nature. just so we're clear, I'm zero judgment about drugs. <laughs> I don't care. I don't think you're judging me at all. Okay. I think like once you do them, you'll call me and be like, okay, I get it now. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um, both you. They're you'll, great. You'll answer your flip phone. It'll help messages. you see the truth in the world. But do we want to? Yes, you do. I love my life now. You what would I do? Still love it afterwards. It okay. doesn't change it like that. Where would I go on mushrooms? Can okay. you design? Right. What a are day we doing? Are we doing them alone? You can do them alone in like an apartment. Like this. it's a summer drug for sure because you're going to want to wander. You're going to want to get out of your own skin and it'll make you just move. Okay. And then you'll move for like three minutes and then just stop. Uh, okay. For twenty, and then just move again. So you want to be outside when it's nice. Okay. Okay. So it's not a winter drug. Not usually, but you can. Okay. If you get a nice big apartment and it's two of you in here together, it's just you're gonna want to go outside, and it's gonna be annoying. Okay. If you do them in the winter, do them in daytime. Okay. It's been a while. So I've explained it to me. It takes your ego like away from you. Okay. So you can view yourself from an outsider perspective. So like. You know when you judge someone else, like their relationship mm-hmm. or anything like that, and you pretty much know who they are, and you're like, or your friend, like, why'd you do this? But you don't know everything about the friend. Yeah. But you know everything about yourself. And this just pulls this off you, and now looks you're looking at yourself, knowing everything about this person you're looking at. Everything. Um, and you can just see it honestly. What it generally does is it makes you end fights you're having with friends or former friends. You're like, what am I mad about? They fucked an ex-boyfriend. Like, I haven't done that to someone else. Okay. That person was a part of my life. I want them back. And you'll just text them the next day. I'll be like, this is all silly. If you don't want to forgive me, it's fine. The next day. So the lasting effects are there. Okay. Right. I'll then. tell you how to do it. You got to have a notebook in your in your pants or around. I set up like pieces of paper. If I'm going to do it in here, yeah, set up I've pads seen, of paper this, all over the room. Isn't this like kind pencils. of what, what people do, like ayahuasca and all these things uh-huh. too? Like I, I know a girl that does all these things all the time and like writes these crazy notes. And yeah, she, half of them are like, I don't understand and, what this is. Yeah. But she's on this big journey of like doing all these drugs like all over the country and like you know figuring out this stuff out about herself. I was with Michelle Wolf. You guys know who that is? Of course. At Bonnaroo four years ago. She wasn't doing anything then. She was a writer, a lower writer, not a head writer on like Seth Meyers or something. Mm-hmm. And I gave her mushrooms. Okay. I got for the whole comedy of Bonnaroo, I got mushrooms. I was like, I was like, I got two ounces. Um, a half an eighth is enough. 
an eighth is for two people. So we're talking about 16 times two, everybody. So all the comments like, oh, yeah, I heard. I'm like, yep, here you go. <laughs> and just oh my like gosh, yeah. got everybody high. It was okay. great. You're the Pied Piper of drugs. Yeah. Okay, drugs. here's what scares me. Michelle said. Oh, sorry, you're Michelle. On them, she goes, I realized that I could do whatever I want in the world. I can accomplish anything. There's no wrong way. I'm a, I'm a, a full, you got to ask her if you ever have her on here, her realizations okay. on that. And uh-huh. she took them with her and she's done quite well since then. She has. So wow. Does she know that her all of her success is due to you? No, but I think she would say the the mushrooms mushrooms helped her for sure. So what, I don't know, this is like a way too technical question. What does it do? It does something in your brain? It interrupts like neural pathways or something. Um, Can it ever be bad? Can you have like a bad trip? Yeah, but bad trips are great still. Okay. Bad trips are occasionally, my friend Fahim Anwar was like, he started thinking about death and his his mom, um, that she's eventually going to die. So for about an hour, he got super scared. This makes me, I can't. These bad trips are not nearly as bad as being on a cross-country flight next to a child. Okay. Next to a fucking two-year-old. I've just had I've had a couple experiences. I know it's not the same drug, but I just like what doing edibles. It's scarred me for life, and I was like, I'm gonna die. I get it. My I've body felt so awful inside. I was like writing a fucking note if I died in my apartment that night. It was like the worst night of my life. Sounds first of all hilarious and fun. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, I would have to know that somebody else who was sober had my phone, and here's why: I have three hundred fifty thousand Instagram followers. She has a million. <laughs> the things I could do to my life with a yeah. cell phone in my hand alone are just like terrifying okay. to me. So what I advise to everybody to do is turn your cell phone off. Right. Yes. And don't need it. Anytime you think, and I've been through all the reasons why you might need it to get home, to get whatever, you don't. You will walk around and you will Figure find your way home. I would tell you. Put two separate $100 bills in two different pockets. Uh, those will get it out of any trouble you need. And honestly, nothing else matters. Okay. You will wander around and it'll be part of the adventure. The adventure of not knowing, not being able to. Also, the texts you will write on mushrooms to people, you will regret later. 100%. I will ruin right, my whole that's life. That's what she's saying. So yeah. put them away. Yes. D- don't even. It actually takes you down from the mushroom trip too. So it's like, just get rid of that self. And how long does a mushroom trip last? Five. Uh, okay, so you, you eat them. You're probably waiting 30 minutes to an hour um, before you... It sounds like an edible and I'm scared. Yeah, before it kicks in. Then you got about four to five hours of tripping, which will be in waves. It'll go up and then down. You're like, oh, I think I'm back now. You're, like, you're not back. You're back for a minute. Get everything in order real quick. And then you're about to ride again. <laughs> and then you're right back to it. Um, it's not you right might right. lie on the floor and just like think okay. and you just see things. Okay. Sometimes in terms of like uh, visuals, like a carpet like this would get kind of wavy. Um, yeah. corner of your eye you see more weird things but you'll never see like a little man come by and be like I want you to do this thing you, okay. won't, you won't get hurt Take nobody um, ever gets hurt on mushrooms okay you will be safe regardless of what your thoughts are okay if it's too much for you here's a cool thing that mushrooms do that edibles don't you can say softly out loud hey mushrooms pull this back a little bit <laughs> <laughs> and they will answer you I know it's crazy Jesus. it'll work I feel like you're just, I want to go on an adventure with you. Maybe you should be our spirit guide for <laughs> mushrooms. And we'll do like a podcast while it's happening. Uh, oh if anybody God. out there wants to know, I have done a extensively researched first time mushroom uh, plan called uh, Shroom Fest Primer. Go to AriTheGreat.com oh. <laughs> slash Shroom Fest Primer. I made a national holiday for mushrooms. It's oh every year. my it's gosh. Different. Where do I get them? How much should they be? Uh, can I pick them in the wild? wild. What, what's the situation? How much I take? All of it. Anything you need to know, it's there. What? Are you the one-stop shop? For, why don't we start oh with this? Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, I like this. Can you overdose? I don't think so. That's your answer. <laughs> Can't be 
sure. <laughs> you really can't. At some point, you'll you'll throw up. But like, yeah. you should take between half an eighth to an eighth. It's fine. You can take five grams, which is like almost two eighths. Will I barf? Possibly. I love how non-committal you are to your expert. I've information. seen some people barf. I've seen some people barf. It doesn't matter. Okay. You might get nauseous. Just sit down and breathe. I mean, you don't want to barf because it's gross. Uh-huh. But it won't. Hurt. You'll okay. barf. I've seen people laugh barf. I've never seen that before. It's like (laughs) (laughs) you'll have the best time of your life. You will laugh harder. I forget the spiritual awakening stuff that people talk about that could happen or it might not. Okay. You will have the best laughs you've ever had in your life. Oh, wow. Okay. Maybe I am into shrooms. Do it with people you like. Okay. Nobody. Pete Holmes told me about this once where he had his first bad trip. He was with a guy he didn't know that well and a woman he was interested in romantically but okay. hadn't done anything so it's like you know where you're trying to you're trying to impress those people well that's why wrong people to yeah do i wouldn't get high with anybody i was sort of trying to impress at first yeah but you too yeah she's already so impressed by me i couldn't yeah, do anything but you know each no, other we're like family you know yeah or like people you're like totally chill with make a group of five or six people it doesn't matter okay say say the name of the website again it's ari the great your website the great. Ari the com. yeah slash great. shroomfest primer okay. um shroomfest is the holiday but if you just google um Ari and mushrooms, it'll probably come up if you can't remember all those. I so we did this. We like typically do like a game, but it's, I don't feel like that's the vibe right now. Also, this is like the longest. What are the odds that you actually do mushrooms now that I've talked to you about? I don't. I don't know. I'll I'm be honest. Do them with or without you now. You're going to do them. Yeah. What was your problem with them before? Loss of control. I guess nobody's ever like really offered it to me, so I've never been like, yeah, let's do that. Like my friends have been like the Molly Coke crowd. My fear is like I hate the thought that my brain could start functioning differently because okay. it's like my thing. Okay, here's the only and thing. So if my have- bad like like edible situations, I'm like the thoughts that are going through my head are terrifying, and I hate this, and this is a bad negative experience for me. Okay, so then afterwards, okay, so after the the so between one hour and five hours, now you're hallucinating a little bit and seeing stuff and like being gone sometimes, and then. You're back, but you still have these thoughts. You're fine, but you have really vivid, cool, interesting, truthful thoughts. Okay. And yep. to me, that's the closest I ever get to like seeing it. It's like you've taken away your ego so you can see yourself right. honestly. It's such a rare experience. Yeah, I'm going to do drugs. I'm going to do mushrooms. Hell yes. I love that. And we uh, we usually play a game at the end of the show, but I think we're just going to call the end. It's gonna The game the will be Ari's p- Magical Mushroom Tour. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the, drug, the drug PSA. <laughs> Also, just like, just I want to be clear on this podcast that like <laughs> we do not endorse. <laughs> like, okay, I also want to be clear that I very much do endorse. No, like, you d- like we're not forcing drugs at anybody. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right. Just me. Yeah. Live your life. Yeah, live your life. Yeah. To, it's not full extent, I guess. But I like the theme this. of this whole episode is like be monogamous or don't, have kids or don't, take tons of drugs or don't. Like, there just you live your whole life. <laughs> just be honest about what you're doing, and like that's your truth. And that's yeah. what makes you a good person. Thanks. I'll take it. I'm not you. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what makes somebody a good person. It's a more existential right, good person. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we oh, need look. to wrap this up, but do you feel like you've said everything you wanted to say? Yeah, I guess so. I think so. You can come back. Do you feel good about it? Yeah, this is great. Okay. This is a lot of fun, you guys. This is fun. I, I didn't know what you would be like. Yeah, I didn't know either with you. <laughs> I think that people are always <laughs> pleasantly surprised. They're like, these girls are going to be down. Oh, they're chill. I think most people are pretty chill. Yeah. And so then, 
because you read too many blogs or whatever, and you're like, oh, people are assholes and I'm, you know, crazy. And yeah. then you realize, like, I rarely run into those people, though. <laughs> right. Almost everybody's pretty normal. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. We're all in, we're all inside the bell curve. Most of the time. Yeah. Um, our, <laughs> bell curve. Yeah. I, I just don't want you to feel offended that I'm not super sold on the shrooms. I am going to think about oh, it. Oh, no. Okay. Uh-uh. I'm not offended by <laughs> he it. He walked in I here. I see it as a project. I, see, like, I feel like you're, you want me to because you care about me. Yeah. After this hour and You half. seem like a cool person. I think you're <laughs> yeah. getting something out of it. He was here for 30 seconds and you told him that I think he's a shitty person. <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> Salted by that. I didn't say shitty. In a good way. In a good way. Yeah. I mean, I said it, so. I mean, <laughs> it sounds like a hilarious. Can't put it all on her. Right. But you're honest. I was like, I think we're going to like him. He seems like a shitty person. It's, <laughs> shitty is no, not the right. Saying. You know that. You're funny. Like kind of degenerate. Black soul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shark skin. Soul. Sociopath. The whole thing. Um, should we wrap up? Yeah. I want to okay. tell people like where they can yeah. find you, Do your, your podcasts, um, you're any like any tour stuff that you guys have that you coming up. Um, I'll be in Denver this week. I'll okay. be in Vail right now skiing beforehand because I don't have kids, so I can take three days off ahead of my <laughs> tour dates to fucking live my goddamn life. It's call back. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, my podcast is Ari Shafir Skeptic Tank, and I do one when I can. Okay. Every couple of weeks. Okay. A special on Netflix you talked about. And it's awesome. If you want to get in touch with me, Twitter and Instagram are not the ways. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. clearly. And then Ari, do you update that website or is that just kind of an older blog thing? That That's you... an old blog. I always point people to it. Okay. But yeah. it's, it's but a tour dates WordPress can... thing. It's all on there. Okay. AriTheGreat.com. Uh, all my, all my That's podcasts updated tour date wise? Mm-hmm. AriTheGreat.com. Yeah. Okay. All right. What else I got? Toronto in oh, nice. April. Okay. Cool. We're We'll make it there eventually. We're excited to go there. Um, Okay. Yes. Well, check your website out. Go see your shows. Listen to your podcast whenever you put an episode out. See my stand. If you had to choose one thing, go see my special. Yes. And if they want to dip their toe in the Ari pool. The two-part Netflix special, right? What is it called again? Double negative. Okay. Double Um, negative. Yeah. The funnier part is the second one. And okay. the more thematic part is the first one. The more thematic part. Okay. As always, guys, follow us. We do check our Instagram and Twitter. So <laughs> Girls Got You podcast. And um, check our website for new tour dates for merch. Not new tour dates. Yeah, we're going to soon. Soon. Yeah. You know where to find us. Subscribe, rate, review. <laughs> follow us individually on Instagram. Follow. What? Okay. Bye, guys. Have a great week. Have a good week. <laughs> <laughs>